0: Yeah, we're back again, hopefully live.
1: We'll see. If you are watching this and it starts glitching, then we're probably just going to stop it once more. Yeah. We don't know why it keeps doing this.
0: There's a huge problem with intranets that just, I think they're uh, trolling us. Yeah. I think the intranet company is trolling us. Yeah. Every time they see us go live, they decide to... Knock her down. Yeah. Knock her down a peg or two. The
1: internet was like flying before we started. Yeah. And, and then as soon as we go live. No by now. It just craters. And I have no idea why.
0: Well, I've got us live right now on Facebook. Um, r- right now. Yeah? Yeah. So it looks to be good as of right now. Um, hopefully you guys stuck around and could join us live. Whoever did uh, in our previous attempt. I know we had a few people watching at that point. Come on back. You know, come on back. Snarf Talk's ready to rock and roll, man. Maybe. (laughs) No, I'm ready. I don't care if the internet's ready. I'm
1: ready. Yeah, if this starts glitching out and we have to stop, then we're going to quit altogether. And and, it'll be audio, man. And it'll be audio only, just like it was last week. And I should bring that back up because we talked about it. Oh, Dirk's with us. I think it's working.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's good. It might be
1: working, Jerry.
0: Yeah, just quit talking about it and let's keep going.
1: Okay it's it's bad juju if you talk anyway, about it too much last week yeah it's been a while actually since we've it's had a couple a weeks a couple weeks because ago. we missed several weeks because of harvest stuff yeah and then we were back last week or two weeks ago um we couldn't get the live stream working oh dirk St- steel has shared our stream nice did you see the little video thank you oh yeah i did just see that yeah <laughs> that's super cool that's neat um what was I saying?
0: A few weeks ago, oh, like multiple we ago. we couldn't ago.
1: get the live stream to work, unfortunately, and uh, so we recorded audio only. Yeah. So I've had several people ask me, they're like, "Well, what's the deal? I, I only watch it on Facebook. What's how do I watch this podcast?" And I'm like, "You can listen to the podcast because it's a
0: podcast. It's a
1: podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apple, if you have an Apple phone, there's a little purple app called the yeah. Podcast app. It's just called Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they changed that. Search for uh, Snarf Talk Podcast or Spotify." or Stitcher, anywhere, uh, Google, Google Home, Alexa, anything. Amazon Music.
0: I mean, literally any podcast platform that you can download, you will find Snarf Talk on. I can assure you, I've made sure that we are (laughs) widely available across all platforms. The only reason
1: I bring that up is because if you only listen on Facebook and you missed last Guess what? You can also
0: Google it. You can Google Snarf Talk. It's going to be the first thing that comes up. You can listen to it straight from our website. Anyway,
1: my point is, don't miss that podcast, number yeah. 142, because 142. many people reached out to me and said it was our best podcast or one of our best podcasts um, that we've done in a long time, and it was really funny and hilarious. Yeah. And a lot of people have told me that. I don't remember, really remember the specifics of why it was so funny. I haven't <laughs> listened to it back.
0: I don't either. I, yeah, I just don't physically remember. That's that's the issue, Vic's Chris. with
1: us. He says, buy Bitcoin.
0: Embarrasses me.
1: It, it just embarrasses me. Got a uh, beautiful little new baby. Baby Vic girl. Vic has
0: a new baby girl we talked about. I do remember talking about this we last We talked episode. about it on
1: the podcast last episode. Well, we didn't talk about his baby. We just said congratulations.
0: Her, oh, we talked about her name, though. Yeah. And, th- and you kept saying it in like a Mexican.
1: Penelope.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's Penelope. <laughs> Penny
1: Craig says because Jerry was white girl wasted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Craig, it was. You texted me about that, and I said I don't want to hear anything about it because it's embarrassing.
1: Uh, yes, Penelope.
0: lope, lope, and I, and I kept arguing with you because I don't feel like they say it that way. No, nobody says it that way.
1: Penelope lope cruise. That's what they say. No, they don't. In Penelope Espa- in España. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I don't think that's good thing. No, but it is Penny. And if you didn't listen, Vic, to the podcast last week, we were both commenting how much we love that name. Yes,
0: absolutely love the name. Congratulations on the new baby girl.
1: David said you guys really jumped the goat last week, or humped the goat. That makes more sense. (laughs) We did. That's an inside joke from the podcast. It
0: is an inside joke, hump the goat. Okay.
1: (laughs) You said that, right, Jerry? I
0: think I did, yeah. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Uh, I don't know. It feels so good to be live, Jerry, to have the...
0: The interaction with the crowd, we haven't had it in so long, and this is what makes my insides tingle. It
1: fuels fuel for the fire.
0: No, it just makes me tingle on the inside. It doesn't fuel anything. It just makes me feel, you know, very
1: good. It's <laughs> the creepiest way you can say that ever. <laughs> but it, it reminds me of, I watched with is Jet, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home. No Way Home, is that? No. no. The newest one? No. Spider Man <laughs> rip- Far From Home. Okay, which at uh, I don't know one of these Such rain days movie. over the weekend, and uh, it just m- makes me laugh at that scene where Mary, uh, his Aunt May, says uh, something about his Peter Tingle. Oh,
0: yeah, Peter Tingle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Vic says time for number four. Harf. <sighs> no, I don't think so. We're we're kicking it around. I don't know,
0: David. We understand that that was an alternative to Screwed the Pooch. We got it.
1: No, that's what you said in the podcast. I did? Yeah. Yeah,
0: see, that's the issue is that I don't remember
1: yeah. that. had a little bit of a jerry tingle.
0: I had a lot of jerry tingle all over me. That was weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So we are we haven't done a live podcast, as you can tell, in like a month, probably.
0: Yeah, it's been a while.
1: It's so uh, It really has been a while. We're a little out of practice, but um, you were thinking of Fly Away Home. David, you don't, he's never seen a Spider Spider Man movie. Yeah, don't,
0: don't comment on Marvel stuff if you don't know what's going on.
1: He, he, he gave us a great comment the other day that he has never watched any Marvel movie. Yeah. Harry Potter movie. No sci fi. Star Wars movie.
0: He's very against sci fi stuff, and I don't know why. But there
1: was other, there was other very popular things he'd never seen. The Witcher.
0: He didn't want to, he would not even consider watching The Witcher. He thought it was ridiculous.
1: Completely inconsiderate. Game
0: of Thrones. Uh, Uhtred, son of Uhtred. No, West he. he
1: I, we almost got him on the last. I Kingdom.
0: don't think he's going to watch any of that. He needs to. I'm, I completely agree. I, I he just bring to. up
1: the conversation because he w- he asked us for recommendations of some shows to watch. I know,
0: and then immediately said, "Well, I would never watch that. any of the shows we said." He said, well,
1: he, "He said I I, I just you, started watching Shameless, and I said I would highly recommend that you do not waste your time watching Shameless. It's
0: not my favorite. I I watched four seasons of it. I think three to four seasons of it." And it's the same thing every single year. A lot of people love it. That's great. I'm I'm glad you love a it. A lot of it's people do good like show. It
1: because it's. But it's like it is good. It's just it,
0: it. It's just monotonous. It's the same thing. Like I I know what's coming. Yeah. There and is no surprise to that the show. The
1: characters make the same mistakes over and over again. It's Yes. And then at the end the last season's terrible. It goes super woke. It's just not I don't waste your time. There's so many better things to watch. We're going to talk about a lot of them because we got some catching up to do on that. Yeah. Um Dirk said I believe the comments are coming in quicker and I believe he is right. I don't think there's as much of a delay on this new system. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Dirk's right too. Um the earlier seasons were better. I 100% agree. I liked Shameless at the beginning. I've watched but, all of it.
0: Oh, I haven't watched all of it, but I, I did watch the earlier seasons and I thought they were good.
1: I watched all of it. I thought the first several seasons were good. Yeah. Um, I looked forward to the show. But there is a point, there is some point and I can't tell you which season it is. I don't even know how many there are out, maybe 7. I have no idea. Um, there is a point that comes when they start recycling the same plot lines. And the characters continually make the same mistakes over and over yes. again.
0: So that's what hit me. And I was watching the show. And as soon as I had the realization that I am going to get nothing more from it, like there is nothing more that this show can ever show me or teach me or, you know, do better, whatever it was. I was like, nope, not watching that anymore because yeah. it's the same exact show as last season. Or the first season, or the third season, like I could, you could frame it back to any of the other seasons and say, "Yeah, I already saw this. That's when I shut it off, and I haven't watched it since." A lot of people told me I was crazy and said good things happened after that, but no. not for me.
1: Dirk said when Fiona left, it was better. I assume he meant. Um, I'm going to assume as well because I, she's, I cannot stand that character, Fiona. Yeah, I also could not stand Lip. Everybody loves lip. I can't handle lip. (laughs) (laughs) I can't handle the lip. I agree, man. No. So don't waste your time on shameless. Trust me. Yeah,
0: don't. If you refuse
1: to watch any of the amazing shows I told you about, at least maybe the last kingdom. But anyway,
0: our conversation was talking about like Sopranos. Maybe go watch Sopranos. uh, Watch The Witcher. As soon as we brought up The Witcher, it was like absolutely no fantasy will I ever watch. And I don't know why that is. And my wife is the same way when it comes to, like, books. Um, like, fantasy-type books she will never read, ever. She watches a lot of shows with me, but she'll never read a book like that because I was explaining to her. I have recently started a book called Children of Time. Um, a lot of people are saying it's the best, like, fiction it, uh, like be, the best time-based
1: story about children inside. Of the, it, <laughs>
0: no, it has absolutely nothing to do with children, really. Um, a lot to do with time, but <laughs> nothing about it's children.
1: It's just 100% about clocks, basically. there's about a, It's about a man in a clock store.
0: No, it's very close to our idea of Earth 2. God damn
1: it. <laughs> it's, Why does Hollywood have to keep stealing from I'm us, not Jerry? joking.
0: I'm not joking. Earth 2... It has a lot to do with that. They literally send people off of the planet in these um, ships to go inhabit other places. Um,
1: Okay, that's not a truly original idea of ours, but.
0: No, but uh, the basis is relatively the same where we talk about like natural resources running out and the world's coming like to an absolute collapse, and then you send these people off, and um, it's not 100%. Percent the I same, it. I but think there a are theme in yeah, a lot there are a the very fiction. a lot like a lot of themes that are the same. Anyway, um, I was talking about this book, and she wanted no part of it. But if you have a TV show that's similar to that, like The Witcher, it's not The Witcher isn't similar to that, but it's a f- a sci fi type show. She's all about it, and she'll watch it every day. But she just won't read a book. I just don't understand the mindset of never wanting to see it, though. Right, like. I like drama. I like comedy.
1: Drama like, you like dramedy?
0: I like dramedies. Okay. I like I like romance.
1: What about bromance?
0: I love bromance.
1: <laughs> like I love you, man. That's a great movie. It
0: is a very good movie. But I like I like a the the whole gamut of genre.
1: I believe it's pronounced
0: gamete. Okay. Well however you want to say it. Um I love a lot of movies within all of those gametes and (laughs) it's going to
1: drive people crazy that we're saying that.
0: (laughs) And I don't get where people can say, absolutely not. I will never watch anything out of that genre. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like even horror. I'm not a huge horror fan. I'm not at all. I used to be when I was younger, I used to go see horror movies anymore. I, I don't really want to spend the time of day, but every once in a while, it will creep into my viewing
1: your lexicon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like what I watch, I will eventually like watch some of those things. You I don't know, know why, how I, I don't know why people can just like literally write off an entire genre when you've never watched anything in it before.
1: You know, I saw a, um, have you ever seen on Facebook? Sometimes that pop up that these videos that is like it's some weird, like it's some other from some other country, mm-hmm. but it'll be like a video from a movie from the United States, but it's like a movie that you're not, you're never really 100 percent sure what it is, yeah. And probably be like,
0: in it probably involves Nicholas Cage. There's
1: like some comments, <laughs> you know. There's like this is the best scene ever, and then it, it's this little clip of a movie. Um, that happened to me this week, and I was looking at this movie, and I I was watching this little clip, and I'm like, this movie looks super. Interesting, but it was a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, but I seen it was Justin Long was in it. So I'm like, I can figure out. Oh, I like it.
0: I love Justin. It was Long. the
1: movie Drag Me to Hell. I've heard of it. I've heard of it too. Yeah. But I've never seen it. But from watching those clips, I'm like, this looks a little bit interesting to me. Anyway, um, I want to get back to the conversations happening on the board here. Okay. As Nolan said, Shameless was the best before Joan Cusack and Bill Murray's brother left. I don't remember Bill Murray's brother being... Which which brother, by the way? Brian Doyle Murray? No, he wasn't in it. I don't know. I remember Joan Cusack in it. Um,
0: yeah, Joan Cusack I remember big time.
1: David said Lip and Fiona are the best characters in the show. You just wait. <laughs> Woo! Not um, right. Turk said, it's the best book Jerry has had in his hands this week.
0: In my hands, yes. What I'm reading,
1: no. Okay. Um, and... I want to bring up what Vix just said, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Amazing. Absolutely. Bloodsport. This is, happened to me literally Freaking yesterday, last sport. night. I was trying to find something to watch. I went to HBO.
0: Wait, was he saying that as like, I can't watch it? Or why do
1: people not watch this? I think he's just saying that they're the best.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> I, was a re- I was literally trying to make a TikTok last night at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because... On, like, the suggestions on HBO Max, the first one that popped up in, like, the big circle, you know? Oh, yeah. Was uh, Bloodsport.
0: Love it. And Love I that movie. trying to make so much
1: TikTok. And it was going to be, like, me scrolling through the thing. Yeah. And then it would stop on Bloodsport, and then it would zoom in and, and do the Taylor Swift song. Yeah. <laughs> See, See me in, in hindsight. hindsight. Open up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Burn. 11 o'clock at night. Hey. Down 11 o'clock at night, I'm doing this and <laughs> it's taking forever because I, I'm trying to run two things yeah, at a time and clip.
0: It's hard to do,
1: yeah. They're not easy to make, yeah. TikTok videos. And so, at, at like 15 minutes into this, I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. And I just <laughs> shut my phone off. I'm I, like, I'm not doing this. Yes, I've right had
0: <laughs> many of those videos where I've had like, I start it and then try to work it together and stop, delete. Start it over. Start everything over. Do it again. I spent no joke the the one video of me um with the grass like where oh, I yeah, got scissors. Yeah. In I the can't grass. imagine how long that took you. It took me so long to memorize what hours? I needed. It wasn't hours, but bullshit. No, it wasn't hours, but it was in the morning. Like I had literally got the boys on the bus, and I took Graham to daycare, and then I spent a solid portion of my morning memorizing. What I needed to say to lip sync this thing.
1: Okay, I got a question about this. Ridiculous. How do you get audio into the TikTok video that isn't... Because if you go to add sounds, it's always just songs. You how can do you get, search like, whatever you want. I can't ever find any spoken word audio. Oh, you I, can't? I don't know how you find it. It's always songs.
0: So the, the way I found mine is because I was watching a video and, and I just, heard the audio and I clicked on it. Gotcha. I, I didn't search for that one, and that's the only one I've ever done.
1: Okay. Um, just Joel Murray played Cusack's husband. I don't remember that. Oh, you know what? I guess I do remember that. I like Joel Murray. Is that the Murray brother that we met? Yes. I don't know if that's 100% you're sure of that. I think there's it, a bunch of them.
0: I, I don't know how many there were. Well, we met a are, Murray
1: brother at um, Caddyshack yeah, Bar yes. in Rosemont. Was it in Rosemont?
0: What a great time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, What a great time. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, coming up is C2E2. They're doing C2E2 in Chicago this year live that we can go to again. If you don't know what that is, it is a comic and entertainment uh, expo, basically. Um, A lot of famous comic book writers and entertainment people go. Chicago
1: Comic Entertainment Expo, C2E2.
0: Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you pointed that out um we're going again the last time we ever went anywhere was to c2e2 in march of like 2020 or end of end of february of 2020 right, right, right when,
1: when shut down and it was march it was the first like it was the beginning of march
0: yeah it was right when covid was ramping up but nobody was wearing masks yet No, nope, like nobody that. was wearing masks nothing was shut down we went to that big expo we came home and then we're like huh maybe we shouldn't have went there like you think that was an issue nah it wasn't i don't issue. think
1: we ever thought that
0: <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't a big issue anyway they opened it back up this year finally and we get to go and we applied for press passes yeah we got invited to be we're press press bud we're going there as press we can interview people we could go to i think we get like special
1: interviews set up with like celebrities that are if we want them yeah like yeah, we, we, we set get special time and hours that we can set up with those people they have like press and like maybe two hours of press in the morning and then they just go down the line and we can video and do whatever we want with correct
0: and we are going to do that and we are also going to go i hope william
1: shatner's there i want to ask him about space
0: that was part of my news oh we'll,
1: we'll get there okay
0: um yeah but i think this is a big deal i applied for these press passes uh that in 2020 and we got shot down this year they're like, oh, yeah. yeah
1: they're, they've Snarf? heard about us a they're little like, bit. They're like,
0: yeah, Snarf's going to be here this year as press because they deserve it.
1: Now, last time we got invited at the con to participate in a booth, a podcast booth. Yeah, a um, It was a big corner booth that we would be able to share with other podcasters and do live podcasts yes. from the show and interviews with celebrities from the show. Yeah. Um, we haven't reached out yet to find out if that's we still a do standing that. offer we should do I, that i don't know if i want to do it but
0: you don't think you don't think that would be fun during the day would if we could f- get people involved and to be able to do a live podcast there yeah, yeah. i mean it would be even one would in be one day
1: nerve-wracking for sure but it would be fun for you i'm a professional so <laughs> i don't no, get it nervous would i would do it would no, you? I would. I would. I mean, of course I would. If we had the opportunity. If you
0: to. don't want to, I'll do it by myself. I mean, just you, you just got to say it. No, that's not going to work. Come on. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> if you want to stand off to the side and let Jerry run the show, you know, I can do that.
1: You're the kind deal. of guy that likes to play, that fold up half the ping pong table and play with himself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Sad. And sad. then
0: tell everybody how I beat the shit out of who I was playing with.
1: Let's play this asshole yeah, and ping pong. <laughs> yeah.
0: He sucked. <laughs> guy sucked. <laughs> I'm so good at ping pong. I really.
1: Um, anyway, real quick.
0: Oh wait, David says in the comments on Facebook. By the way, I had panda Panda Express yesterday, and it was awesome.
1: Is it open in Morris?
0: That's what I was going to ask. Is it open in Morris? Because I would like to go there. I know I've told you it's trash food, but I would also like to eat there.
1: <laughs> it's trash food, and the panda's a trash animal. It's basically a trash raccoon.
0: Well, no, isn't the raccoon a trash panda?
1: Yeah, well, whatever.
0: Yeah, so the panda is, like, here, and the trash panda is the raccoon
1: here. Yeah. It's the garbage of the the bear world.
0: So you're saying, like, Panda Express is actually saying Trash Panda Express. So it's a raccoon express.
1: Yeah, it's, it's probably raccoon meat.
0: I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. I have had Beaver once and it was not good.
1: Oh, Tim said I live close to it. And hey, Tim. Uh, from what I know, it's not open, but I could be wrong. So um, I don't know.
0: Every time I drive by, it looks like there's a big blue dumpster outside and there's always a truck there working on something. I think. I think they're working on something. So every time I went by, I thought it was closed.
1: Um, Speaking of working on stuff, you see all the construction going on over here? No, I didn't. It it's was dark. dark. I'll have no power all day tomorrow. Ahmed really? is put put a new pole and a new underground service. Wow! All why the way to my transformer? Did it fry? It did. Uh, <laughs> it blew last week again. It has been doing this a lot, blowing up for like years. It just keeps blowing up. The wire is from like the 1950s.
0: Oh, is that old?
1: It's pretty old. Yeah, and uh, finally somebody convinced. The the guy that kept coming out, and I think he's like one of the managers, convinced somebody to just replace it, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And so anyway, it blew on the the whole night of the um, incident in Mazan, which we can talk about later. (laughs) The incident. The incident. Um, That night, it blew. So amidst all that chaos, because we live right outside where all of this was going on, so there was a lot of, not, not necessarily, I didn't really care, but... Marley was worried about sure. it and there was just a lot going on. Yeah. And right in the middle of that, I get a call from, well, I noticed the internet had gone down.
0: Yes, mine did as well.
1: So I think to myself, and the farm here Marley texted record, me
0: and she's like, Do you have internet? I said, Nope, just went out.
1: The farm where we record here is the like central hub of a lot of people's internet in yes. the area. Um, they broadcast off our grain lake. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. So the internet goes down. And I, the first thing I thought is, Oh my gosh, the police must have shut down all the internet services. Maybe because like so the guy wouldn't communicate. It was right. a manhunt, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, wait. That
0: a minute. makes sense though.
1: No, cuz I'm like but they not for yours. A phone, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Not for your internet though.
1: So anyway, I call my neighbor calls me. He said he saw a huge flash of light from my near my grain bins and all the power went off. So That's I bad. I, run, I drive over there and I just smell like burning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. That's not good. Burning flesh. Burning corn stalks, I think. Oh, okay. That's not good either. <laughs> um, so anyway, they come out, they fix it in the middle of the night. They dug it up, Fixed that comment it. That comment'll come out it's anytime. Great. So the next day the power blows again. So I call him up, the guy comes out, I go, ah, you just fixed it. He goes, Ah, probably nicked a wire or something, you know. What are you gonna do? Calls the digging crew back out. They come back out again and I walk out there, I'm like, what's going on? Is it broke again? They go, nope, there's a dead raccoon at the bottom of the pole.
0: No way.
1: Climbed up there, (laughs) shorted the line, and killed itself.
0: Holy cow, that's bad luck. Yeah. And then they still replaced the whole line because of it? Yeah,
1: it had already been ordered. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wow.
0: Um, What I'm going to tell you about my weekend, real quick, is something that I've never experienced before in my life. Oh. Ever. Awesome. And that's called playoff baseball.
1: Oh, you went to a game.
0: I went to both of them. So I'm a Chicago White Sox fan, and they were in the playoffs. They ended up losing in the first round of the playoffs to the Houston Astros. But the first two games were in Houston. The next two games were in Chicago. Um, Saturday night, Grady asked me, he's like, my oldest son, he said, I want to go to the White Sox game. I said, no. I said, it's a playoff game and it's tomorrow. I said, there's absolutely no possible way we would be able to get tickets that are less than $400 at this point. You know, right. like, but I mean, it's
1: the White Sox. So. It's
0: not going to happen.
1: I mean, and if you, if you maybe could like order a bucket of popcorn for the movie theater, <laughs> they're going to give you a free ticket. If you want a free playoff ticket for the White Sox? Please go.
0: Stop. Stop it. <laughs> um, So anyway, uh, he said that. We don't
1: want to have to put up all the cardboard cutouts. (laughs) We're going to put up a lot
0: of cardboard cutouts in this building right here so that everybody can see the White Sox. Okay, Um, Phenomenal team. And Grady wanted to go, and I was like, no way. And then Amy was going to be on call, I thought. Well, she wasn't on call. And so he left, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what. I wonder what it would be. So I started looking up prices and the tickets were like 90 bucks, or like a hundred bucks. I was like, Hmm, I could do that. So I texted Amy cause she wasn't at home at the time. I texted her. I was like, Hey, I think Grady and I are going to go to the white Sox game tomorrow night, the playoff game. And she's like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I found two tickets on StubHub for $98 a piece. I was like, we're going. And they were pretty good seats. And so we went Sunday night. And it was an experience I've never had. The place was absolutely packed. Everybody was going crazy. And they do a light show in the beginning because it's a night game. And there's like strobe lights going on, like a bunch of crazy stuff going on. And Grady's face, like this is what, the, what was the best part of it, is that I had never experienced anything like this before, but Grady was standing there like looking around at this crowd going wild and the game sunday night was amazing. We were up for a while, then we were down like 5 to 1, then we ended up coming back and being 6 to 5, then they tied at 6 to 6, then we un- end up winning like 12 to 6. Um and it was just like absolutely crazy and Grady's face through the whole thing. Like he's not a very like expressive kid. You know, you know this, like yeah. he's very like plain Jane. But the whole time, all of a sudden, it'd just be at random times. All of a sudden, he'd start screaming. He'd put his hands up, start screaming out per- people's names on the team, yelling at people, like getting rowdy. You know, and I was like,
1: man, this is so fun. Yeah, he's going to be the kind of kid flipping cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Like, if, Absolutely. if
1: the Bears ever win another Super Bowl, he would be the guy flipping a car in Arlington Heights.
0: It was some of the. It was like one of the best experiences I've ever had, and it was really fun. Then, I didn't even try to go to the, the game. It was supposed to be on Monday, and it ended up being on Tuesday. Um, but my cousin texted me. And he's like, "We're gonna go to this game. I'm gonna get tickets. Said, okay, let's go." So I went to the day game on Tuesday. And it was just as great. It's
1: really funny. On Tuesday, Marley was in Chicago for work and she texted me and I think we were rained out. Yeah. In the morning, I'm sure you were. Yeah. And uh, she texted me, Hey, you want to like last minute? I'm right by, I'm right in Chicago. Let's go to the game. I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to the game in Chicago right now. Yeah. It's the middle of a work
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, my cousin asked me Monday night and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, Think I would do this? I had to figure out like the next day what was going on. It just so happened that Amy had the next day off. Perfect. That opened up my day. And um, I went, and it was wonderful. They ended up losing, obviously, but it was great. Yeah, it was the best. I've never been to playoff baseball, and I've never been. I know it's a joke, but I literally haven't ever been to a White Sox game where the stadium was absolutely completely full, every single seat where people are screaming and yelling and going wild. And it was awesome. It was the best weekend I've had in 2021.
1: Nice. It's very fun. Awesome. Um, Catching up on some of these comments. David said, "Comed will even come out if you hit hit a wire with a mini excavator.
0: They will if you call them, yeah. (laughs) Um, Because I was trying to get them to replace that, and it didn't end up working out that way. But what I did have happen my contractor got a hold of a guy, the contractor that built my house. Um, got a hold of a guy. They came out and replaced it. I never paid for a penny of that. Awesome. Um I'm still waiting for a breaker though. I need a 200 amp breaker.
1: They sell them at the Yeah, I know.
0: I just haven't. The electrician that replaced it said, "Yeah, I'll order you one. I'll I'll have it here like if, within a couple weeks." I was like, "Oh, all right." And I kind of forgot about it. I still haven't received that breaker, so
1: Whatever. I need to go get one. Um, Anyway, Dirk said suicidal trash panda to the raccoon. Absolutely. Uh, David said, I saw that Jewel was giving away free White Sox playoff tickets with a vaccination.
0: No wonder a lot of people didn't go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think that's the case. They give you 10% off your groceries, though. They do? Yeah, that's why I got vaccinated there.
0: You got vaccinated in Jewel?
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to, but I was in Jewel and they said, "Hey, do you want 10% off these groceries?" Do they do and that I now? I had like $300 worth of groceries and I'm like, "Yeah. Stick that thing in me." The cashier did it.
0: <laughs> okay. The back, the bag boy. <laughs> the bag boy, no, like it. I
1: completed my purchase, the little drawer open, you know, <laughs> yeah. pulled out a needle. Right Boom. Boom, vaccinated. Yeah.
0: That was nice. Johnson & Johnson Raxed.
1: or Yeah, Johnson & Johnson.
0: Yeah. So you only had to get one? yeah oh yeah nice that's what they you want to have that in the drawer you don't want to have them have to come back and say one or two you know <laughs> that's right like the drawer pops open, they say one or two
1: two give me two give me both yeah at the same time
0: actually i need one and two right now
1: <laughs> um i have a spring stretcher jerry really yeah it's been a while since we've had a spring stretcher i, I know it has i got two actually but the first one's the most important one.
0: These get me excited because I want my springs
1: stretched. I'm going to tell you what. I. Hard. This blows my mind because I have been thinking about this spring stretcher for a while now. Okay. But I keep forgetting. And I come in well, here. Well, I thought
0: you were going to bring one up last episode, but you end, we might have skipped over it because of chaos.
1: Well, anyway, I. Yeah, I have been having this one in the back of my mind for a couple of months and I keep forgetting to bring it up. And then I, if I do think about it, I forget to say it. And the other day I'm sitting at dinner and my brother-in-law says, Hey, I got a spring stretcher for you. And he says the exact one that I had been thinking about for the last couple months. And I'm like, did I tell you that? Really? He's like, no. I'm like, I didn't tell you that, that that was a spring stretcher. And he's like, no. Isn't that wild? That is crazy. So I mean,
0: you know, multiple people can have multiple well, things one. that
1: they dislike. The phantom phone buzz.
0: Oh, my gosh. This destroys me during the day. I
1: absolutely... And that's
0: a real thing. This is a real thing where you get a phantom buzz in your pocket, where you think you're getting a phone call. Because I have phone my call, phone... Text, or
1: some kind of notification.
0: I have my phone on silent all the time. I hate a ringer. Me I too. do. My wife is infuriated by me never having my phone on the, you know, like the, the volume up. I always have it on vibrate and I don't care. I don't want phone calls. I get them all the time. I want no part of them. Um, even like it'll literally, you could be calling me tomorrow. I'm like, I ain't got time for this. I'm doing nothing <laughs> guaranteed. I'm doing nothing. And I'll be like, I don't want to talk on the phone. And I just put it back in my pocket, and I'll call you back whenever I feel like I want to talk on the phone.
1: Whenever it's right for Jerry. Yes. Convenient for Jerry.
0: Absolutely. I'll text you right away. I'm the guy that has it in my hand. If you text me, I will not waste one second to text back if I have it in front of me. I will text you right away. I will always do that. never answer the phone. But that phantom phone buzz is a real thing, and it's infuriating.
1: Yeah. And it happens to me all the time when I don't even have my phone on me. Oh yeah, and so I'll reach in my pocket real quick. I'm like, I don't even have my phone, but I swear that I felt that buzz. You can feel a
0: buzz, yeah. I think it's bed bugs. I don't know, but in your pants.
1: I want (laughs) to know how much, and I I really didn't think like that it was that widespread of a thing until Mm -hmm. he mentioned the same thing to me. No,
0: it happens to me all the time. All right, well that's, that's a real thing.
1: That's my spring stretcher number one. Is phantom phone buzz. So if that's something that annoys you, let us know.
0: Yeah. If anybody has a phantom phone buzz and they hate it,
1: tell us. Number two is people that get on their high horse and say, like, I I can't eat fast food because it doesn't agree with my system. You know what I mean? Have you heard people say stuff like this? Yeah. Of course I have. Listen, there's nothing special about you. Your digestive tract isn't special. No, does does fast food get people to shits occasionally?
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody <laughs> in the club shit their brains out at two in the morning when they eat Taco Bell. Yeah.
1: It's not a big thing, but most of the time it's fine. Same with it's McDonald's just food. It's food, right? It yeah. Might be a little greasier than normal. It might be a little fattier, sugarier, <laughs> saltier.
0: Yeah, Sodomier. But it's
1: for, there's nothing special about your digestive tract. You've got a bug. That's gonna play well. I hope so. There's a <laughs> so those two are my spring stretchers. And by the way, I had we were gonna do spring stretcher stickers. You know, yeah. Um, oh, I saw the new... St- Marley made a. Are you saying? Well, I I was. She said, "Did you say elephant?" But wasn't this wasn't it? Are you saying elephant?
0: Um, no, I don't think so.
1: That's what dude originally said because we we kept saying irrelevant. And he, yeah, he said, irrelevant. Are you saying elephant? that's what the original quote was uh, okay
0: i think i've always said did you say elephant
1: yeah that you named the episode the, that but that isn't what actually was said
0: oh okay
1: yeah
0: it doesn't matter so we we'll can get our spring
1: sti- stretcher uh stickers and our irrelevant stickers yeah have you seen the new trend of the joe biden stickers yes that people where they, are sticking i everywhere. did that i did that stickers I love them, and I'm not even like an overly political person, but I want to do this. I want to get those stickers and stick them on everything.
0: Yeah, I love it. Um, A lot of people are starting to do it now, especially at gas pumps. Yeah, they're all putting them at gas pumps. I haven't seen one in the wild yet,
1: though. I haven't either. Nope. Dirk said, uh, "Yep, phantom phone buzz sends me into the Macarena, searching all my pockets."
0: (laughs) That's a wonderful example because that is what it does.
1: Was a wild. Wild trend, wasn't it?
0: I mean, it wasn't necessarily a trend, more as a dance craze. It was a craze, yeah. It was like the uh, the original um, oh ah, shoot, what's that Korean guy that did that one song? Yep, 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 yeah, <laughs> you know, yep.
1: Gundam style, Gundam style. Yeah. Macarena was way bigger than that.
0: No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, in recent years, what people can understand it from Gundam style, doing the whole. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, that stuff. The Macarena was, like, the original. Like, this is what we grew up with. Oh, yeah. You had to hold, do a whole dance. Middle slapping your dances. shoulders, putting your hands out, crossing your arms.
1: I remember one time at a middle school dance, the Macarena came on are you are you okay <laughs> no
0: I, there are so many little it's flies that there's so many of them they're like fruit flies yeah they're all over me though i don't understand it
1: i remember one time at this middle school dance <clears throat> everybody was doing the macarena but like in a line like in a conga line in a conga line type situation yeah not me
0: no, you no. you revolted from the macarena stood, conga
1: line. I did the macarena, okay, on my own in the middle,
0: with the line around you.
1: Yeah. Wow, and it was this is
0: like a Michael Jackson. <laughs> it was a, it's
1: actually an embarrassing moment. Actually, I think one of the teachers came up and they're like, Do you, "Are you okay? Do you want to <laughs> like, join in with all the other kids?" I'm like, "No, nah, man, nah. man, I'm good. I'm my own man. I'm Good right here." <laughs> I think I had a jacket tied around my waist. Did you really? I'm sure. Jean jacket, probably, or starter. (laughs) Not starter.
0: (laughs) Not a starter jacket. Okay.
1: Um. Let's go, Brandon. Dirk said that one is hilarious too. That is killing me. That is a Brandon thing. Pretty big deal right now. (laughs) Amazing. That's a pretty big deal right now. Uh, Kyle said they got taken off the Mazan gas stations. I can't even believe that. I didn't see them. Well, let's. I need to get some more of these things.
0: Oh, David said it was more like teach me how to Dougie.
1: See, I, you lost me on that. You've I, never done that one? I, I've never done it. I've never seen anybody do it, but I've, I've heard of it. It's like Teach me how to do it. Just teach like, me how to do Running your hands in your yeah. hair? Yeah, it is. Yes. See, it you don't even like know that. what it is.
0: Yeah, it's like that. I mean, none of these things... Even, I can't dance, Chris. None of so these like,
1: things even touch the Macarena as far as how much that permeated the culture. No,
0: I agree with you. I completely agree. I think the Macarena is bigger than all of that. Yeah. Put together.
1: But, I, mean, I think the peewee dance was pretty big back in the day.
0: Gundam style was pretty big. Yeah? I was really
1: big. Maybe like... It reached a
0: billion views on YouTube. Like He made really a billion false. dollars.
1: Jared. Oh, yeah.
0: And he's quit everything. <laughs> like, you won't see him ever again. You will
1: sigh. Isn't he on the Squid Game?
0: I don't know anything about I this show. I
1: don't know either. He's decided they're, I've, both, I've they're watched, both South Korean. That's all I know.
0: <laughs> I've watched the trailers for it. I don't get...
1: I can't deal with the dubbing. Otherwise, I'd watch it. I hate it. it. I hate the dubbing. I'm not a big dubber. Yeah, unless it's dubstep.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: No, I like really that.
0: do like dubstep. I think it's really
1: good. Um. Anyway, did some spring stretches. We got any news?
0: Um, yes. I have a lot of... Well, not a lot. But I'll start off right away with the one that you spoiled already. William Shatner. Captain Kirk himself went to space.
1: The first... Space, actual fictional space captain to go to space.
0: And the oldest man ever really, to go to space at 90 years old.
1: Okay, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. This isn't real space, though. This was fake space.
0: No, you're in orbit.
1: No, no orbit. There is no orbit on the Blue Origin Jeff Bezos flight. Are you sure? Or the Richard Bronson Virgin Galactic flight.
0: But I thought that the Bezos one went way above where uh, Richard Bronson...
1: Not way went. above. It went a little further above. Both of them it went about 60 miles they're, into the...
0: But they're not SpaceX-type
1: launches. They go up. They have zero gravity for a couple of minutes. They go down. Yeah. But they're not in orbit. They don't actually... I don't... It's I mean, still it is, space. It's considered You're space. You're out of our atmosphere. No, it's still within the atmosphere. It's just way on the edge of it. Either way, I don't care.
0: I'm not going to nitpick.
1: But I will nitpick because Elon's, the SpaceX flight that's going to go up, they're going to send regular people for three days in orbit. That is completely above and beyond.
0: They already did that.
1: No, they have not. Somebody did it
0: for three days?
1: Maybe astronauts, but they're sending regular people.
0: No, regular people have been in orbit for over three days already. No, I don't. It's already been done. Google it. I'm telling you, there was people... Orbiting the Earth for three days—it's already been done, and those people were regular people. It was like four,
1: four people, and all civilian. Oh, it just happened. That was SpaceX. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Okay. It just happened. It already happened.
1: I didn't know that it already happened, but clearly, yes, because one of the ones was the girl who um, wanted to be an astronaut and cancer survivor. We talked yes. about her on the show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So SpaceX <laughs> three days in orbit. Bezos and Branson or Bronson? Bronson. Bronson, 60 miles up, then back down. They're not even the same type of accomplishment. No, it's it's, not even close.
0: It's not the same. But either way, I'm not going to nitpick on what they're doing when it comes to, like, seeing the Earth no, no. nobody's ever seen before or done before. What I am going to nitpick is the fact that you need to be this big, physically fit and super smart person to go to space. It's like you just sent a 90-year-old actor – That has never, you know, done anything in the way of training, and a billionaire with a cowboy hat. Yeah, (laughs) and a billionaire with a cowboy hat, and another billionaire with yellow hair. Yeah, um, up into close to our orbit. Okay, we're maybe they're still in the atmosphere, but either way, these are things that normal people have never done. Right, and you're sending just random people, and NASA is completely against it they've put out and argued with all of these companies and said absolutely not you can't send these people to space without the proper training and they're like yeah yeah we'll give it like we're our own thing they signed a waiver dude we'll get it we're good don't worry about it (laughs) yeah you see the waiver yeah like we'll train them up but (laughs) like release don't worry about it and So SpaceX,
1: computers are controlling this shit. Nothing ever happens to computers.
0: SpaceX had them go through a small training program and they made sure that they were all physically fit and like healthy enough to go up into orbit. So they did the most extensive work. But the other two companies between Amazon and Virgin, whatever, Galactic, Virgin Galactic, that's what I'm going to
1: call it. That is what it is. It's Virgin Galactic.
0: Is it really? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's where I got it from then. Anyway, between those two, yeah, the Blue truth. Origin, yeah, Blue Origin and Virgin, those people are just like anyone. I don't care. Yeah, money, give it, give me your money, and you can go up there because we're gonna send a ninety-year-old man. But what I will say is that uh, William Shatner went up there, and I saw a video of him, uh, like releasing himself and turning around and actually looking at Earth, and then I saw an interview with him afterwards. And he said, it has fundamentally changed me as a person, like being able to actually look back at earth where you live from a vantage point that nobody else gets to see. And he said, even at 90 years old, it has fundamentally changed the way I think about life.
1: Yeah. um, Isn't that crazy? No, I totally believe that for sure. Because also I watched this documentary and I talked about it on the show but it was on Netflix, I believe, and it was like a bunch of astronauts that talked about their, what they thought of Earth based on their perspective of it Yeah, from being outside of it.
0: Yeah, and you can see any image you want of Earth. You can watch any video, video footage of There's Earth.
1: Denny Crane. You know what that's from? I do know it. Boston Legal, one of my yes. favorite shows of all time.
0: Absolutely. I did not realize he was that old. He's old at all. If but if you look at him, you would not he say good. 90-year-old man. No. There's no way. No. I mean, I watched him float around in that thing and I was like, that is not a 90-year-old man. He
1: looks like a 70-year-old. It
0: blew me away when they t- they said he's 90 years old. Never knew that. Um, but it's pretty incredible that the, he went to space. Um relative space. More space than what we have. I mean, it, no,
1: it is definitely space. Like, there's a line that NASA says, this is the line for space. And they went past that. Yeah. But it's not the same thing so, as being outside of the Earth's atmosphere Have you heard atmosphere of in orbit. what
0: NASA's trying to do now? Because of all of these... Uh, all I say all of these companies, but there's three companies that are privately owned that are trying to go to space and do whatever they want. NASA is trying to control space now and say you have to have they're trying to get it like i don't know i don't know even know who they talk to to get this done i guess it's but how does the the united states doesn't control space nobody controls space but what they're trying to do is control space to say you can't come up in our orbits without our consent and they're trying to stop SpaceX into like specifically because they're the ones that are doing it. And they're specifically trying to stop SpaceX from being able to launch anything and put anything in orbit that is in the same orbit of their satellites or space stations or whatever. And as of right now, SpaceX is just like, no, you can't, you can't do that.
1: Doesn't SpaceX have like 8,000 satellites for this internet system? Yes,
0: and that's why they're trying to stop it. The, that's the whole reason they're trying to stop it is because they're going to put so many things up in orbit. I'm going to tell
1: you what, that internet, which um, there's a guy in Mazan that has. Yes, right next um, to Nate. Yeah, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to, that's what everything's going to be.
0: It's going to revolutionize the entire world.
1: Yeah. It really is. I remember years ago, Facebook, uh, Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook, they had a big, they were spending a bunch of money and they were going to build these gigantic drones, that flew in the ionosphere? Yes,
0: I've heard of, I heard of this. And yeah.
1: but so it's it's still way up there.
0: Yeah, the ionosphere's up there. It's way above the ionosphere.
1: <laughs> um but they had these wingspans. They had like 40 foot wingspans or bigger than that even. And they were unpowered, they were solar powered, but, but there's like no very little gravity up there mm-hmm. and just the way the air currents are, they could just fly around forever at mm-hmm. slow speeds. But they were way closer than satellites would be. So they would bounce internet a lot faster yeah um i don't know whatever happened to that
0: ping is that the ping
1: that's not the ping no
0: what's a ping rate what is that a
1: ping is so if there's a server somewhere in the world okay and you're trying to access that server it's how long does it take for your information to get there and back that's your ping
0: okay so that's not the the rate of data transfer yeah that's the rate
1: of data transfer between a server and your computer
0: so, but how does that dictate megabyte speed, like, upload or download?
1: It doesn't necessarily have, well, I mean, if you had a faster internet speed, you'd have a faster ping to different, no, I don't know, I don't
0: know. Yeah, you have no idea. I could tell. All right, I got more news.
1: Um, yeah, so. Adam said he sacrificed <laughs> too many red shirts to gain immortality. <laughs> Oh, Dirk said Space Force. That's a good show, man. Uh,
0: Space Force is a good show.
1: I, I thought it was going to be bad the first couple episodes because it was very left-leaning, but it was it good. It was,
0: yeah. Um. Okay, so next little bit of news is just basically more of an announcement than news, but Dune comes out next Friday, or October 22nd. Dune is being released. They actually have showings Thursday the 21st in Joliet. They have one uh, They have won at 6 p.m.
1: If it rains, I will go to that with you.
0: That's what I want to do.
1: But if it doesn't rain, you have to wait. To I'm going
0: this. without you, and I'm not going to tell you, and I'm going to go again
1: with you, you and act you can't, surprised. You can't do that.
0: I'm going to go two times before you.
1: You have to wait until I'm done with harvest or we get a rain day. But you're killing me.
0: You're killing me as a human being. That's what we're going to do. You're murdering me. I am so excited
1: for this. We're bringing back the snarf yeah. movie
0: i know the snarf movie so we went, the last time we ever went was the last uh
1: maybe endgame you no know, the
0: last jedi
1: i don't know yeah maybe it would have been well we saw endgame too
0: didn't that come before last jedi
1: no yeah maybe the summer and then
0: last jedi was like towards christmas okay i thought i don't know I, either way it was like 2019 when we went and did anything at the movies, um, and that's sickening to me. But Dune is coming out. I'm so thrilled for this. the The trailers that have come out are um, look amazing. Ah, I'm just so I'm on really board excited. with this. So much. Speaking
1: of trailers, that's one of my news. Um, I went saw, and I'll talk about it in our or watching uh, Shang Chi because we haven't talked about that yet, right?
0: Oh no, we haven't. Yeah, you went and saw that. Did we talk finally. about it last week? I don't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no memory of it. You need to switch your soundboard and get some good sound effects. Whatsoever. I have no memory whatsoever. Um, Eternals. There's a trailer for Eternals. The final trailer is before Shang-Chi, but it's, I mean, it's out on YouTube as well. Right. Um, that movie is one that I had no, basically very little to no interest mm-hmm. in. Um, Not that I had no interest, but I'm like, I don't know anything about the characters. It looks kind of Yeah, I know nothing about them. And I'm, yeah. whatever. That trailer looks amazing.
0: It does look very good. It, it drew
1: me in big time. Big time. So I'm super psyched about that. Um, another one of the news I got on here, um, and Adam just mentioned it, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife.
0: Oh, oh, that's coming out soon, too. Soon,
1: but apparently like people have seen it, like early showings, early critics. Yeah. Getting rave reviews.
0: Oh, Good, you had me scared for a second.
1: It's getting. I don't
0: see how it couldn't because of the younger,
1: absolutely phenomenal reviews. Yeah,
0: the younger kids involved. Paul Rudd is in the movie, and Paul Rudd movies don't get reviewed poorly. They
1: just don't. No, except for Wanderlust.
0: I love that movie, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Absolutely I love that movie. I know you do. I think the the one that did get the poor reviews was uh uh like it's not Step Brother or something like that. It's not step. Step Brothers was a movie I know, but he had a movie with something brother, and he was like the weird outcast.
1: My uh, idiot brother. Yes, that's a good movie, but it got poor reviews. It did. It did get poor reviews. Um, that's all I had for news.
0: Okay. Um. Also, um, The Witcher is coming up December seventeenth. Cost a coin. The second season of The Witcher is coming out December 17th, and the showrunner promised that the second season would be much, much darker. They're not going to be as, uh, so he explained it as like the first season was following a lot of the short stories that have been written about The Witcher. And the second season is starting off with a short story right off the bat, but it's going to start following the actual story of the novels because there's a
1: massive amount of books right yes
0: lots because there's so many short stories that were written along with novels that create the whole story but there's it's almost like the
1: side quests on fallout right or
0: the witcher or the witcher yeah
1: yeah right um but it started as a game but then it became huge
0: no 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 it started as books well before a game okay the books all started in Poland like long time ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he he was writing them as short stories to begin with. And then all of these short stories kept being written and then he finally decided like, "Oh, a lot of people like this. I'll write a novel." And he wrote a novel. People love so that. So the
1: show is not at all based off the game.
0: Not in the slightest. It's all based off the books. Interesting.
1: Um, I didn't really know any of that I, other than I loving the show and Loving The Witcher 3, I don't have that much. I mean, outside of oh, that, yeah. I don't know that much about it.
0: Yeah, so uh, it is based off a certain s- portion of the novels, um, and there's a storyline that it is following that I, I didn't write down and I don't remember, but you can look it up. It's a specific storyline that it's following within The Witcher lore, and uh, the set of short stories that happened prior to the timeline that it's on is what it was explaining in the first season. Um, it doesn't necessarily go by the first. It's kind of in the first book, maybe into the second book, but it's like bits and pieces. They've also added a character in the second season that weren't in the books. So they are taking some liberty during these, uh, you know, seasons, but they are pretty strict to what was written. The second season is starting out with a short story um, of what they do, but it's going to follow into the novels right away and get into the like meat and potatoes of what Geralt is and what he does. And they just put out a poster of him in his armor, and it says something about defending, which is meaning like he's going to defend Ciri, um, the girl that you see in the first season. Right. Like, that's where it's going, and that's the story that's going to take place. But apparently, it gets a lot darker. Like, you're not going to have those episodes where people are singing, you know, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, and it's light and airy, and you have fun.
1: Because that was, I mean, partially one of my favorite things about that series, but also it strikes a good balance.
0: Yeah, and he said that we're absolutely going to keep the humor that Geralt has, that dry, witty yeah, humor that he great. has. It's absolutely going to be the tone throughout the series as a whole, but each episode is going to be darker than what it was in the first episode because that's how the story goes.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm excited. If you haven't caught up on The Witcher, definitely do it. It's one of the best shows that's come out in a long time. Um, Everybody that I know that has seen it has loved it. People that don't like fantasy, people that don't like, it's not sci-fi. Right. It's fantasy, but people that don't like any of that stuff love this show.
0: Right, David. Uh-huh. I don't know if you heard that or not, but everybody loves that. Uh, the next thing you had talked about was that Oh, show
1: Speaking of The Witcher, though, real quick, did you watch the animated movie on Netflix? I haven't. Oh, it was great. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. What's it
0: called? It- something wolf?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Wolf, uh, of wolf of man? I don't know. Of wolf and man?
1: I don't know. I don't think it's of wolf and man.
0: Oh, that's a Metallica song. <laughs> that's the only reason why I said that. Uh, I think it does have something to do with a wolf, though, right? Um, It says something about a wolf.
1: Nightmare of the Wolf. (laughs) I Told you. Yep. You got it. You nailed it right away. I nailed it
0: right away. Okay. Another show you talked about on Netflix is called Squid Game. Yes. I don't know. Is this
1: news or what you're watching? This is news.
0: Okay. I don't know anything about this show. I mean, besides the trailer that I watched, and I know they play a game and they're trying to win money.
1: They're like children's games.
0: But I don't, I don't know. A lot of people love it.
1: I know quite a bit because I heard Mark uh, Bernardin's review of it. I didn't hear it. And it wasn't super spoilery. Um, I just have a hard time. Like, and Kevin Smith hadn't seen it. And he had said, you know, I think I'm going to prefer I'll watch it. Subtitles. I guess you could do either or.
0: You can do dubbed or subtitles. Yeah. Oh, I would rather do subtitles. Absolutely.
1: But the look of the show, it looks pretty visual. So that could be complicated. Because usually when you read subtitled movies, you actually aren't watching it very no, much. No, you don't
0: watch it too much. Yeah, you're right.
1: So, I don't know. I tried to... Unless you can
0: read it quick, y- you don't see much of what's going
1: on. I feel like we should watch it, but I have yet to meet it's anybody. That, nobody has, that have watched it has told me, like, to, that to get great. after but it. But it is blowing up. I mean, it's blowing up, and but that's what my news is. you know what, what my news blew up? Is was Bird Box, and that was the worst movie I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, well, it's not blowing up like Squid Game is because Squid Game has surpassed Bridgerton as the largest series launch ever and has surpassed 100 million views in the first 28 days, which was faster than what Bridgerton did, which blew me away that Bridgerton even I got even close to
1: that. The, what I I was under the impression that The Witcher was the biggest show they ever had. No,
0: Bridgerton... It was. Okay. Witcher was when it came out, but then Bridgerton came out after that.
1: Beat that. And it beat it. And Squid Game has beaten that. Yes. Uh, Adam said you have to be in the Eli Roth type gore. Um,
0: I don't know what that means. I am
1: I'm I don't mind. I'm not into he, Eli Roth. I think he did like Hostel and some of those other movies. I saw I saw Hostel. I, I'm, I don't mind gore. It doesn't bother me. I don't like horror at all. It doesn't look super horror like though i don't mind
0: wait is he talking about he's talking about squid squid game being gory
1: yeah i think it is i think i didn't
0: know that oh yeah oh so they they like kill contestants as you go
1: you know nothing
0: do you i don't i don't i i only saw the trailer that was on netflix they kill
1: somebody in the trailer no yeah the whole thing is they're playing that game what's the game where you run and then you have to stop I don't, I don't like know. Red, I really did red rover or something
0: Red rover red rover send no right over
1: not. there's a game a children's game where you run and then if they turn around you have to stop red light green light yeah red light green Light. so that's what they're playing they're all children's games but their people are playing them for this big money but they don't know that they're that they're you will be murdered. consequences so if like they turn around um, okay I hope this I'm not spoiling it but if you they turn around like you're supposed to stop and if you don't stop right away yeah. there's a Guns that come out and just obliterate you. That's the whole point of the show.
0: Maybe not. Now I want to watch it. I didn't know that. I knew nothing about it.
1: I really didn't. Yeah. No, I want to see it. I want to see it. I just, the dub, I cannot stand things that are dubbed. I I know. I hate it. Do they
0: dub the gunfire? Where it's like, da, da,
1: da, 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 (laughs) da. Pop, 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 pop. I don't think so. Boom, boo boo, boom, boom. It's like some Italian guys. Like, pop, pop. Pop Poppity, pop. Give me some pizza over here. Pippity,
0: pop. Gap. Give me the
1: gobble goo <laughs> over here. <Capagola. laughs> oh gosh.
0: Uh, let's see. Bring it up. Okay. Yeah, that was the Squid Game last. This is my last little bit of news right here. Okay. You ready for it?
1: Yeah. Where are we at on time?
0: I don't know. I haven't even looked at that. Let's. Uh, we are right at an hour. Okay. Hour and two minutes. Perfect. Uh, last little bit of news I have is that David Arquette. You know that guy?
1: Oh, I know him. He used to be married to Courtney Cox Arquette.
0: He did, and he's kind of a goofy guy.
1: I liked him in uh, Eight Legged Freaks. He was an Eight Legged Freaks. Scream. He's also
0: in Scream. He's, he's coming also back. A professional
1: in wrestler. He was in the. was at the WWE or the other one.
0: Uh, WCW.
1: WCW yeah. Raw. Yeah,
0: he was Raw. <laughs> he uh. He was also yeah, he was in Scream and he's making another like comeback in Scream coming up. Yeah, new one. That's not my what my news is about, but that's you know, the talk. He bought a franchise that you will never believe in your life. Telling you right now. You'll never guess it.
1: I will never guess can you give me a hint? There is give me a hint. (sighs) Because I want to guess it now. Now you've made the challenge. But Um, I can't just come from nowhere. Like what type of franchise sports?
0: Huge no kids show. Kids Show Franchise. Franchise? It used to be. And it right. fizzled out into nothingness. And he bought it. Um, it was across the country, but it was based in Chicago. It started in Chicago. Bozo?
1: Yes. He bought Bozo? How
0: did you guess Bozo?
1: Well, you said Kids Show in Chicago. Come on, everybody knows it's Bozo. Holy smokes. WGM, man.
0: He bought Bozo. And he bought a hundred percent of the rights he's going to recreate the show
1: well you know what that was a phenomenal show i don't understand why they ever stopped it that's when we were kids because all he died about was the bozo because
0: show. he died and they put a new guy in the in yeah, the suit did. and then it didn't it didn't do as well i know
1: i'd love bozo, bozo cookie so much.
0: um what was
1: the oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 the wizard dude the wizard guy gosh i don't remember his name but I yeah. loved that guy. That was my favorite part. I
0: know, mine too.
1: Well, the Bozo buckets.
0: Well, absolutely. I people we know have been on bozo absolutely, buckets. Absolutely, yeah. A lot Pretty people. sure you guys have six times.
1: Never been. Never saw Bozo. Uh,
0: this baffles me that Chris Harford doesn't have a story about being on Bozo. No, no. I just feel like you would have been like, Yeah, you know, Becky was on Bozo. I could completely be wrong. Mandy there. was out there. But I
1: believe uh, earlier Tim Wilkinson was listening to the podcast. I think he was on Bozo, the Bozo show. Was he? I think so, but I can't remember. Hmm. Can't, okay. be, can't be sure of that.
0: Anyway, yeah, he bought it. He plans on creating a museum in Chicago of all memorabilia.
1: Good luck. Um, I don't know. At one time, there was a billion dollars that were going to be spent given to the city of Chicago to build a Star Wars George Lucas museum, Yeah, and they screwed it up. Yeah, they did. They had to do nothing.
0: Besides, give them the land.
1: I mean, I think they were pretty willing to. I mean,
0: they gave them a billion dollars to do it, and said, "This is the area we want to build this on. Can we do that?"
1: That which was just waste. Yeah, it was, it's wasted land. Wasn't
0: it like Midway, or not Midway, no, but like no. um.
1: No, it wasn't Meg's field.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, of, that's like around Meg's Island now.
1: No, it was further down where there's nothing. It's just waste and garbage. Yeah. And they were going to turn it into a gigantic campus with the beautiful parks and free for the public to use. That was They were contributing to the museum, but they were also going to develop this whole park system along the lake that was going to be completely free to use to anybody. How stupid.
0: How stupid.
1: And we would have had a Star Wars museum I know. 40 minutes from us.
0: Well, instead of Star Wars, we're going to have, <laughs> have Bozo. We're
1: going to have Bozo. We're going to have a
0: Bozo museum, which yeah. I think will be fun. I'll take my kids to it. He's going to start the show all over again, he said. And is he, he's not going to be Bozo, though, right? He
1: may be Bozo. He's going to be Bozo. They don't
0: know. No, Nobody has confirmed any of that. I'm excited about but
1: this. I can't wait for my kids to watch Bozo. The speculation
0: is that he wants to be Bozo. Where do you
1: put Bozo these days, though? Is it going to be on WGN? Is it going to be on...
0: WTCW, Channel 11?
1: I guarantee it's going to have to be... If if he bought the rights, it he's would be stream more. It. Yeah, it would be more. Streamed. Netflix or something.
0: But what he had said, like his quote was, uh, that he wants to build a Spider Verse type family of bozo, meaning that he has multiple bozos.
1: I don't know if that's necessary. across
0: the world, across the world. That's what he said.
1: I don't know if that's necessary, but
0: well, there was two hundred bozos. What? Yeah, in the article I read. There was 200 different bozos across the world. So it wasn't just in, that one show. It's all stemmed from Chicago. And then what they already had a network of bozos that were in Mexico, Canada, England, across the world. Hmm. And that's why he said, I want to do the same thing but bigger.
1: I want to go full bozo.
0: He wants to go SpaceX bozo.
1: Can we name the episode Full Bozo?
0: Full Bozo. <laughs> Bezos Bozo
1: yeah Rick and Morty (laughs) meet Bozo
0: yeah that's what he wants to do man
1: all right man Um, that's all for the news that's all for the news this week no worries because we got a lot of what we're watching so far we got some catching up to do
0: did I talk about I'm pretty sure I talked about my unpopular opinion about Italian beef right yeah you did okay I thought I did
1: that 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 was towards the end of the show where I know I know Things we don't need to bring it up off the rails.
0: I just wanted to make sure I brought it up. I like mustard on Italian beef.
1: When you spilled all over and I cleaned, cleaned it up it for up. 15 minutes, but yeah. you sat there and did nothing. Yes.
0: <laughs> like Jerry, you got to talk. No, I know.
1: Love that episode. Check it out on <laughs> any podcast app you got. It's the last episode. one forty-two. I don't remember what it's called. Fall flavors tested. Yes. Fall flavors. Tested. Terrible name, but that's fine.
0: I didn't remember what we did,
1: Chris. <laughs> you could have called it the Fall Flannel Collection. Uh, I don't know if I could have. Okay. um, So I got a lot to talk about, but do you want to start it off with Shang-Chi? Because I don't think we talked about oh, yeah. it. We've both seen it.
0: We've both seen it. I want to hear. I, I gave an opinion of it and talked about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, you did. Official review here. Um, There will be spoilers, but nothing i don't think there's anything that critical to spoil about the movie no i don't think so either i i
0: mean i we could tell you the whole movie and i don't think it'd spoil it for it, you because it it's somewhat of an experience
1: um so i'll just i don't even think you necessarily got into your opinion of it but no i'll I give didn't. you my initial I reaction didn't. i had been wanting to see this movie i was really looking forward yeah. to it i love kung fu um i didn't know much about the character of shang chi at all no me either Um, but I wanted to see it a lot because that genre of movie, well, and I don't even know, I didn't even know that this was going to be like that genre of movie, but like Crouching Tiger, House of Flying Daggers, yeah, all those Asian movies, that's like hero. Those are like some of my favorite, absolute favorite movies I've talked about on the podcast a million times. Um, that's way up there for me. So my, my thoughts on this movie, first of all, I absolutely loved this movie. Yeah. Um, As did I I thought it was phenomenal And the reason I bring up that style of filmmaking Is because it has a lot of those attributes However, I wished it would have gone further I do too But it, it didn't But that's fine It still gave us a lot of that feel Of those Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type movie um, it does, that, but
0: I do agree. They could have went a They, step like, Americanized
1: further. it, commercialized it they a pulled little more back. than they need it, to. It,
0: it did feel like they pulled back on the uh, martial arts, kung fu, like, type movie. They had it. It was throughout the whole thing.
1: Especially at the beginning. And it
0: was very good for what they did. Like, it was when, very good. when his
1: dad meets his mom. Absolutely. Like that, that
0: part was awesome. Yeah. What a great portion of that movie, like the whole depiction of a fight turning into like a love dance almost you know like yeah it that's what it turned into and it was awesome and then you have it recreated a little bit later in a different way yeah um it was like his mother coming out of him yeah and his dad then seeing that which is ultimately what won the whole thing
1: that yeah that that finale was phenomenal yeah but from start to finish, just an immensely entertaining movie as far as action, as far as humor, as far as likability of all the characters. Um,
0: it was also pretty compelling as to like compelling wanting to yes. know more. Absolutely, it wasn't. It wasn't where you could figure it out. You know what I mean? Like you, you could to a point, but you were also like, man, I need to know. Like, what's he going to do here? What's she going to do here? What are they doing? There was multiple people that you were watching at the same time, and that's what I liked about it besides just the main character.
1: Yeah, in my opinion, it did not feel anything like any other Marvel kind of classic, cliche Marvel superhero movie that we've seen. It felt like an original movie that just happened to be in the Marvel universe, although it it definitely had elements of Marvel that you could – Feel. Oh, it,
0: it it felt like a Marvel movie, but, but done a different, so. way a different. Which is what like, we've always praised
1: Marvel for doing with all their movies. Yes. Now that being said, and, and I loved uh, the main character. I really liked uh, Aquafina. Was phenomenal. In I it. really did too. I think it was her best thing I've seen her do. It scared
0: me seeing her in the movie because I thought, "Oof, this is going to be like," you know. I liked her in um, uh, Jumanji too. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be the same character, yeah. Like I thought she was going to do the same thing there as she did in every other movie she's ever done. She didn't. It was completely different,
1: and I loved it. Now, that being said, all that being said, I liked this movie a lot, despite some what I thought were kind of glaring and obvious um, problems. Okay, with
0: it. let's see if we have the same because I also have problems.
1: Well, this plot is like. Full of MacGuffins, yeah, which we've talked about before. And a MacGuffin is a plot device where basically the main character finds something that the only purpose of this item is to advance the storyline forward. Correct, it's like it's not, it's beyond luck, Uh you know what I mean? It's yeah,
0: it's just like. Perfectly placed perfectly there for you placed, to do what you and need. And it to doesn't
1: do. make sense within the context of any reality or within the context of a story either, sure. other than it being a device that's just there to move, to move viewer the viewer from here to there in the story. Correct. And there's a lot of it. Now, it's not as glaring as Star Wars, you know, the, the Rise of Skywalker. It's not.
0: I think they covered it up a little bit better than that.
1: But it's definitely there and it's definitely not necessary when you've built such a cool and interesting world and a that's where it lacks the most, right? It's visually interesting. The style is interesting. The humor is great, but the story substance mm-hmm. is a little thin. It's great when they're doing like the mythological Chinese stuff, right? Oh, I loved it. But it's like everything else that they have to do to bring the story from there, here to there, makes no sense. Like, so that's one thing that was a, a glaring problem to me. Two is like, his father, and I guess as a spoiler, his father is like the anim- or the bad guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. Technically, it makes no sense, like literally no sense, because this is a spoiler. So, in the, in the beginning of the movie, they basically he basically sends his army after his children, right? With whether he says it or not, there's deathly consequences involved. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Um,
1: so so then at, at one point when they get reunited it's just like oh yeah i was just trying to bring us all together
0: yeah that wasn't even close to the case he and, was clearly and it, trying to s- seek out these people and get rid of them and kill them
1: yeah and then they come back and he's like i was just trying to get you i knew that you would overtake them because obviously I yeah trained because you. of your ability um but immediately the main characters are then like, oh, okay, okay. Well, we get it then. We get it, Dad. Because there's a moment where they're like. I don't like, know if they had. Absolutely. Because there's a moment. There's a moment when they're like, oh, he's not a bad guy. Like, okay, this makes sense. Maybe his story is true. And then they slowly kind of realize that it's bullshit.
0: It is because of he was overtaken by the demons on the other side of the wall.
1: Yeah. But they know? didn't know that at first. At first they're like, oh. Well, maybe our mom is still alive. Maybe we can do something.
0: Yeah, they did.
1: But immediately upon seeing him, basically, and reuniting with him, they're just like, oh, okay. Like, you just sent assassins.
0: Yeah, to literally kill you. They were hanging on scaffolding outside of buildings. So that
1: was infuriating to me. Yeah. And then, like, obviously the MacGuffin I talked about, but like the MacGuffin of that little creature that just amazingly they come across, that amazingly can lead them exactly to where they need to go.
0: Yes, with no face. So I didn't it, like that.
1: There are definite problems here.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that portion at all with the little creature.
1: It is not as bulletproof as some of the other Marvel movies that I put high on the list. However, that being said, given the form and functionality and the acting and the action, I have to put it pretty... I, I would probably put it pretty high on my list of Marvel movies. I would too. I think I'd put it in the top 10 for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd maybe, I, I think I would, too. I, close to five.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty good.
0: I liked all of the action. The, the, my biggest downfall of the movie was honestly towards the end with the dragon.
1: The dragon and the magic weapons. that.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like any of that, really, because the dragon didn't do much bef- besides fly in circles and then get its butt kicked and then miraculously win because of outside sources. Like, they talk about this dragon being the thing.
1: And somebody who in 10 minutes can become Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, yes, exactly. (laughs) But being the thing that was like the overarching savior of their world, and then it comes out and it's like, not really that great. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it didn't really do anything as soon as the... The bad creature, I don't even remember what it was that came out of the wall uh, came out. It's like, well, you're going to lose. like you can clearly see this dragon was no match for it unless right. somebody else helped him.
1: Well, I would say that that's another thing I liked about this movie is it left so many questions of a larger universe with yes. that being a gateway to another world, right?
0: I did like that, yeah,
1: full of the and this was kind of like the gateway, right yeah, and they were protecting it.
0: To be honest, it, it
1: I, left a lot of a bigger mythological story that I, I found very appealing to me. To think it, about it.
0: Felt like this movie was more of a startup of the like phase four than anything we've seen so far. Mm. I do like movie. Like I, yeah, I liked Loki. Loki. I understand they started the whole timeline thing, but I don't know. Maybe it was because it was a movie. Yeah, Like a full movie that you get to watch in this phase that you know is tied into everything because you get to see the Doctor Strange. What's that guy's name uh, in Doctor Strange, the extra guy that jumps oh, yeah. through the portals? I love that. Wong. Wong, yeah. I love that he's jumping back and forth, and you get to see him, and he's involved with it, and that's what ties it into the rest of the Marvel Universe right there. I love that part portion of it, and it made me feel like, okay... Now we're really getting into like the meat and potatoes of what phase four is going to be, even though it was a standalone story. Yeah. But I still felt like, okay, we're getting into what's coming.
1: Yeah, I agree. It really gave me that sense that I think Ant-Man was one of the main ones that gave me where it's like, Oh, this is inside and outside at the same time. Yeah,
0: it feels like an Ant Man type movie. Yeah, it so does. I, right.
1: I I think it's great. I can't highly recommend it enough. Go see it in the theater for sure. I don't know how it would play at home. Not as well. I'm no, sure. it won't but be as well. The action's pretty big. Um, the acting is great. Um, it was a it was a breath of fresh air seeing something a little bit different. And honestly, like I, I really enjoyed seeing all these like Asian actors get a chance to like yeah. showcase it.
0: It held. I didn't know what kind of expectation I had for this movie. I was excited for it because it was a martial arts type film that we've never seen in the Marvel Universe. So that is what I was excited for. I just didn't know what to expect from the film. And then once we actually watched it, I was not disappointed. Yeah, I really wasn't. There are, like you said, glaring issues. Um, But at the end of the day very very fun watch the boys loved it um and i like it a lot too
1: yeah so check that out for sure um i have a bunch more go for it have you finished ted lasso do you want to talk about ted lasso i finished it okay yeah do you want to talk about that let's go all right ted lasso season two completed um it's done right it's over okay
0: episode 11 i think it had 11 or 12 episodes. 12 I 12 I
1: 12 yeah Refresh me on the last episode, then. Oh yes, okay. It's definitely the last episode. Yeah, um, I loved the last episode, even though they're you know I don't really understand the storyline. I mean, I understand why they're doing the little storyline thing between Ted and Nate, although it doesn't necessarily make sense. In, okay, textually.
0: Yes, I want to bring that up yeah. right off the bat. So
1: there's no reason for it.
0: There isn't. I okay. Little backstory. So Ted comes into this team. He builds up the team. He brings Nate in right away. Is like, you're going to be it's a bigger guy. It's one of the guy. best moments of the yeah. first season. Like, you're not just like the water boy and the towel guy anymore. You have actual ideas and like you have worth. And he shows him that he has worth and he brings him up in the organization and he does things. And Nate, in the first season, especially in the beginning of the second, starts to feel like he has worth. Within the second season, he gains more and more. And he gets a little bit cocky. Cocky, right? arrogant. Yeah, arrogant because he... And starts he, to
1: get petty and jealous. And
0: But I don't understand where that comes from.
1: I get it because I, ultimately un, and underlyingly, this second season of this is a show is about mental health.
0: It is, 100%.
1: And they've dove deep into that in a way that I think nothing else has kind of approached that subject. It's wonderful. It's great. Um, and I think that this is just another part of that.
0: I, I don't think... A lot of times when they deal with mental health and stuff it's like overarching where nothing else matters and it's too it's too involved yeah but they spatter it throughout the whole episode or through the whole season in a way that is done i think like real yeah like it, well, and, it feels like a real mental health issue and, and it's throughout not the, one issue like no, it, they
1: explore many different issues yeah with, with every multiple characters. people
0: yeah. yeah and I love that. What I didn't understand is it was the in the last episode where Nate blows his top uh to Ted about being forgotten about and not paid attention to and nobody cares about him and nobody respects him. That is a hundred percent opposite of what I saw happen right like I don't feel like that's the way he was treated. He did everything that he needed to do, and I feel like Ted did everything he needed to do to get this kid or this guy to where he was at. And then one news article comes out about Ted having a mental breakdown, and all of a sudden, Nate's like, well, I'm forgotten about now. Yeah. No. This isn't... I I don't know. I
1: didn't get it. Well... I didn't like it. That part. I mean, it's manufactured drama, but... It's to give us a season three. But I've, heard, I've talked to a few people they have said, I, I really didn't like season two nearly as much as season one. Season one is solid gold. I enjoyed season two tremendous. Absolutely. Um, did I think it was as good as season one? No. Did I say that at the end of season one last year when we were talking about this? Absolutely. Yeah. I said, there's no way they can top this season. Yeah. It can't happen. I don't think they did, but I did think they kept me very interested. Um They still won all the awards as they should.
0: Yeah, it was in a different way. You can't recreate the first season. You can't do it. It's not possible because you've built up these characters and the story, and now you have to continue it. And I think they continued it in a really good way because they explored so many different characters and like the depth of
1: what what they're going through. I'm I'm more interested now in Season 3, given the ending of Season 2.
0: I think that Season 2... Developed the characters even more so,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: You know, to a point where you're so involved with every single character in the show.
1: You know what? I just thought of I wonder if this is something that their creators are going for because part of Nate's descent that's genius. If they did, part of Nate's descent, right, is when Roy gets brought in, yes. Okay, and that's a huge.
0: Okay, so that is the only part that I understand where Ted or uh where Nate feels like he's been brought down a peg. Yeah, for sure. That's the only thing.
1: But Well, no, and then also the fact that he feels like he's responsible for the success of the team and he's not getting his just dues.
0: I mean, he was literally in the news and
1: Well, one of yeah. them. Anyway, so season two, when when Roy gets brought in. You start the beginning of the decline of Nate, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's just a coincidence that season two also seems to be mostly about Roy?
0: Um, in what way? Like, what do you mean? I
1: just think it's interesting that he is kind of the focal point of a lot of season two. He is. And him being the focal point is directly
0: involved with who, like Nate not being. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. I wonder I, if
1: they did that on purpose. Or maybe not. I, th- It could be, but I also think what... It'd be a little Inception-y, right?
0: Kind of, but I think that's a good point. I mean, maybe they did write it that way and intend it to be that way, but I also feel like a lot of Nate's problems stem stem from his father. Yeah. Like sure. where his dad doesn't recognize anything he does. Absolutely. I mean, they've set he, that
1: up. That's why this is, this is the journey into his mental issues.
0: Exactly. So Nate's bringing that from his parents... Like his mom is whatever, but his dad does not recognize anything he does, even when he brings it in front of him and says, look at me on the front page. He doesn't care about it. And then he brings that to work and puts it on Ted. Right. That's where I think that stems
1: from. Absolutely. I mean, I think you nailed it. But overall, um,
0: there is an episode. Did I talk about the beard episode on here? I know
1: I talked about it to you. No, you didn't.
0: That's my favorite episode.
1: It's an offshoot. That was Marley's least favorite episode. She hated it.
0: I don't know why. Like, do you,
1: No, I liked it too a lot. You, it was oh, great.
0: So Beard is like the assistant coach of Ted. Um and he's very quiet and you don't get much from him besides like just one-liners and a few things like that support Ted. And then Beard gets one episode that shows his life outside of the team. And that's where you really understand that character and like what he's absolutely going through in his life. And it shows just a chaotic night, just one snapshot of his life over one night. And I thought it was a wonderful depiction of what a person can go through and then never show it to the people that you're working with. And I feel like it's a day in and day out snapshot of everyone's life. Like everybody goes to work and has um, like a person that they portray and that you are this one person when you're at work and everybody knows you as that. And then you go home and it's something completely different that you've kept to yourself. And that was what beard that character did in that show. You see him at work Then you see him leave and have a struggle with what he, a person that he loves and doesn't know how to talk to him and doesn't know how to deal with it. And then he goes out and does some crazy things with friends. But at the end of the day, he's like, I just want to be with this one person and gets into a whole mess of things. And, and then it ends up like he has this whole big, crazy night and then he wakes up the next day and comes to work and they're like, how was your night? He's like, fine. Doesn't say much about it and i loved that like you see this huge chaos ensue and then the next day it ends up being just another night yeah and i was like man what a perfect description of people's lives like everybody does that everybody also, goes to work and does that
1: i also don't know if i brought this up to you but i one thing i really respect about that episode was it you're kind of left to wonder like what is and isn't real right Um, within the night it's almost like a fever dream yes you know what i mean type thing and because there's moments of it that are like okay this doesn't make any sense in the show is pretty pretty well grounded in reality i would say and there's some things that happen i'm like well this doesn't make any sense that this is happening so you're like you don't even you're left questioning what's actually real (laughs) so it becomes like is this whole episode just like some kind of an allegory You know what I mean? It
0: it could be, but you also know nothing about the backstory of this one character. And then you're starting to find out certain things about, like, like we've said about mental health and whatnot. It could be what this guy is just thinking about and what he is dreaming about or what he wants in his life. And he doesn't know how to process it because he never speaks about it in his normal day. Yeah. He never brings up anything in his life to anybody else. And he doesn't know how to process it. And he's processing through this whole like chaos. Like I keep saying throughout that night. And then in the next morning, he's like processed so much. And then the next morning it's just like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to normal life now. Yeah. It was awesome. I thought it was a wonderful episode. It was, it reminded me of the whole Dave, uh, first season where that one episode came out that I didn't like, but at all. Yeah. And you loved because it was separate from what the actual show was about. And I felt like this episode was that where it was separate from the show, but you gained so much about this one character. And then the next few episodes after that never brought up anything ever again about the rest of his life. But now we know going forward what he's dealing with like mentally. Yeah. And you won't see it again, probably. Maybe you will see some parts of it. But you just gain so much more. I gained so much more, like, I want to say respect, even though it wasn't anything that you could respect. It was just random things that happened to him in one night. But you gain more respect for him because he has dealt with a lot of things that you don't know about. Yeah, And it's not at the forefront because he knows Ted is the guy that's in charge. I can't be the guy everyone looks at. I'm the assistant coach. I don't want to be the guy everyone looks at. Right. And he knows his role. It's just really cool.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, season two, I would say for me, was not quite as good as season one, but didn't lose its luster for me. So I still highly recommend this show, checking it out. I, I love one of the little throwaway lines in the last episode. I think it was uh, when he comes up and talks to Trent Krim outside. Yes. And he goes, and what does that make you? Trent Crim? independent independent
0: yes absolutely <laughs> love that that there's so many of that throughout the season but yeah trent crim he's the one who uh tried to take down ted well, i guess a little bit with the help of other people
1: it was the news he was doing yeah the news he was reporting stuff i love it they have a great moment in the last episode where basically they he's encouraged to just like own it own his his problems yeah and he sits down at the press conference. And it's just I was like, I, I want to, basically, I want to use this to have a conversation about mental health and sports. Yeah. I thought it was, I mean, it was a good touch. It was amazing. It's a great, great, great show. Um, and it's
0: on point for the way Ted is. Yeah. He's been that way the entire show, but he was very private about, about himself. And then finally he realized, I can't escape this. And everybody's looking at me now. And I have to puts us on Front Street and say, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I deal with. Everybody deals with this. So let's get normal about it. Like let, Let's make it normal. Right. This is the way I am. You are too.
1: I thought it was great. Um, definitely highly recommend if you don't have Apple, it's worth getting Apple TV Plus, whatever they call it. It is. It's worth getting for this show. But there's other things on there that are pretty pretty damn good as well. So I think Apple's... It's got a pretty strong start so far.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, You want to do one or I got more?
0: I've got one that you probably haven't seen. Okay. It's a big movie called Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. You
1: saw it? I did. Well, yeah, I can't talk about it yet.
0: The same day that you went and saw Shang-Chi, I went and saw Venom with the boys. They loved it.
1: I don't want to hear anything. I don't want your take. I don't want any of it.
0: All I will say is I think it's too short.
1: It's too short
0: way too short it's like uh it's less than an hour and a half really yeah it's like 86 minutes okay way too short of a movie i
1: don't even want your take because i want to go see it so
0: okay i mean you'll like it
1: we'll review it i it won't be this coming week I, it'll be a couple of weeks before i get to see it yeah maybe even longer if we go see Dune. oh yeah definitely so, um we'll talk about that one later you got anything else
0: uh, I have one uh small show that I watched just last night. It's a a documentary like movie. It's like an hour and twenty minutes. It's called Count Me In. Uh and it's all about drumming, like drummers and the uh history of drumming through you know, coming from like jazz all the way through rock, like rock and roll, and it has a lot of rock and roll drummers in it. I love drummers i love drumming i think it's amazing i want to be a drummer i always have and i've always regretted the fact that i didn't do the drums in grade school
1: i mean that's not the kind of drums you wanted to play anyway
0: no but that's where you learn you know you could learn how to play the drums and continue on from there and a lot of these people did that
1: you know you don't have to have started an instrument in elementary school to learn how to do an instrument
0: i completely understand that (laughs) but that was the only way that i was going to learn it and then Because life took over, and I had no availability to learn the drums from there on out. And I've always wanted to. I want to be a drummer. I want to be a rock and roll drummer. do it
1: right now. Get a drum set for your basement. I want one. I want one. I used to have one.
0: I know. You've had
1: everything. I gave it away. I sold it. It's silly. To Ian. I gave it to Ian Hicks.
0: Really? Yeah. He may be listening right now. He sold
1: it. I gave it to him, and he sold it.
0: Good for him. (laughs) Either way, it was a cool documentary to watch how, uh, like, just people that play the drums, how it's progressed through history. There's no real substance to this other than people playing the drums. I thought it was very interesting, though, and I liked it a lot.
1: Cool. Um, I'll do a quick one, too. Okay. Unless we're running short on time. I don't know.
0: Let me get back to
1: our time. Hour and thirty six. Okay, real quick. I started watching the new season, season ten of Meat Eater. Oh, really? I haven't seen yeah, that. It came out. I didn't think you um, watched this much. I did. I watched. I got into it. I didn't initially when you started talking about it, but mm-hmm. then I kind of started watching it. Um, I really enjoy it. I like Steve Renella a lot. Um, Pretty informational. And he show. was on Joe Rogan recently, and it was a. I thought a really good episode. Um, I, I liked it. I watched a couple episodes. Um, they were doing some squirrel and raccoon hunting. Love it in northwest Arkansas. Yeah, in the middle of the winter, it looked really cold. It was really cold. oh really um, in
0: Arkansas.
1: Yeah, can't they, be that cold. They said it was negative twenty four. The one day they went. What? the first morning they went to go out. Yeah, and they that's they, way too. They did cool it all on squirrel. a mule, mule back. No kidding. Mm-hmm.
0: And they were hunting squirrel.
1: Squirrel. Yep. On back. and then at night they went out and did hunt, raccoons. Boy, dogs. it's
0: hard to find squirrels when it's that cold.
1: That's they talk about it nonstop in yeah, the show. It is. They're like you can't. We're gonna. This is gonna. But they got some. And then I they, do a lot of squirrel hunting. I like. I the best part of the show, or frankly have. for me, is they do the hunting, which is fine. You know, a lot of the same stuff over yeah. and over again. But I like when they do the processing and then the cooking.
0: Yes, that is the best part of the show. They show you how to process and cook the food that you're hunting because a lot of people want to hunt, but they have no idea how to use the meat because it's a lost art. Like people don't go hunt for their food anymore. And when you do, then you're like, Oh, oh, what what do I do with this now? And there are specific ways to cook this type of food to be uh, pleasurable, you know, like, or something that you want to eat palatable. Yeah. And pleasurable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people think food is bad because it's wild. Because you don't know how to cook it. And they show you a lot of different ways on how to do that. That's why I've always loved that show.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it too.
0: I have one more. Okay. Um, I talked about it once before, but it's called Foundation.
1: Yes. I watched the first episode.
0: How would you feel about the first episode?
1: Extremely. I I didn't give it the attention it needed. It needs a lot of attention. Yes. This is deep sci-fi.
0: So... The way I've talked about it is that it, it feels like Star Wars and Dune and Star Trek and uh, ex- the Expanse. It's, like just, it's all it, in one.
1: I would say I get it like the Expanse reference because it is deep sci-fi, man. It is.
0: Well, I mean, they literally have like a speeder that goes across the sand.
1: Well, I just mean like the plot is very deep. Yes. Convo- not convoluted necessarily in a bad way. But it's just one of those shows I could tell it's really setting up a universe.
0: It's huge. So it's based off a novel by Isaac Asimov. 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 Yeah. Asimov. Asimov.
1: You sure? I'm 100% sure.
0: Yeah. Well, this novel is, a lot of people say it's like a great sci-fi novel. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do like it. Um, I've never read it. I've heard people hating it, but I wanted to watch it anyways um, and I was blown away by the first episode. I thought the cinematography and the way they put oh, it together yeah, it looks is great. Incredible. Yeah. Um, it's not getting the best reviews. No, it's not. I can see why I've seen every episode now.
1: You're going to have to really get into it. I think to get it.
0: Yeah. I've seen every, every episode. I think there's four. Is it done or is three or it four week, to week? No, it's week to week. Oh, okay. So, that's why I think it's only three or four episodes in. I think I've seen four, um, and it gets a little heavy on government type stuff, like and different factions of people. Um, it that doesn't that's not off-putting to me though. Um, I know that can get a little boring, but you're waiting for the buildup of what's coming between all of these factions of people.
1: And yeah, I mean, if we've learned anything through streaming shows, it's that you have to give, you got to put the time in. episodes, at yeah. least four episodes. Usually
0: I like the character development so far of the main characters that we know of. Um, there are people that I don't like, you know, but I think they're written that way. Like you are supposed to not like these certain people and I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I think it's going to be a pretty good show. Like I said, it doesn't have the greatest reviews, but it's something that is interesting to me.
1: Nice. I like I, I'm going to catch up with it. Cause I'm actually, there's not a lot of shows I'm watching right now. I'm having a hard time finding anything I want to watch.
0: I, I'm in the same boat and I, and
1: that's been going on for a couple of months.
0: Yeah. That's the only reason why I was like, okay, well maybe I'll try this show. And I had thought it was a show that had been on for a while and there was only two episodes out. So I watched those first two episodes right away. And then I didn't pick it back up until just this last week and watch the other two episodes. And I don't know, like I said, I'm going to put the time in. I think it's worth it. Um, I'll definitely watch this whole first season and then go from there. But I think it's something that's worth watching if you want to be involved in a show. Yeah. Because like I said, you have to pay attention to the show.
1: You know, it's like any of these more in-depth sci-fi things that you, you're you going to get enveloped in it. It's building this you know, world. Things like Stargate, Farscape. Yes. Yeah. Um, Doctor Who, like you got to get wrapped in. To be
0: honest, I think three years from now, people are going to be like, man, this is a show you need to get into because there's so much content. Expanse is
1: another one like that, it is so in depth. Yeah. That is not for a casual watcher.
0: No, but people are talking about it now because of the.
1: Because it's great, yeah.
0: And there's so many episodes that you can then watch all in a row. People don't want to wait for things anymore. And when you're. But this is on a
1: production level scale that is far beyond expansive. absolutely very similar in production scale i feel like to the new star trek show
0: yes so it's huge it's 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 very good
1: man i got four more or three more big ones i don't know if we're gonna have time for all of them i'll bring up one um have you started or are you caught up to why the last man i haven't even started then we can't talk about it yet why you waited I, for this show for years
0: i know but i didn't have hulu and then i changed my uh my verizon plan and i've been waiting for the new billing cycle so i get it for free which just started on the 10th so now i can go watch it for free
1: seriously it's four dollars a month
0: no i know i'm just saying like you literally told me you're like get it on verizon you yeah. get it for free okay. so that's what i did and i've been waiting for the billing cycle to start and now i can watch it all. i
1: can't wait to talk about it um and i don't know how much i want to say
0: you can say whatever you want i don't care i'm still going to watch it I know what why The Last Man is.
1: You don't know why The Last Man the show is because it's not why The Last Man the comic.
0: Well, that's kind of disappointing then. I mean, I'll, I'll say I want to know how you feel about
1: it. It's been so long since I've read the comic all the way through right? that I don't know beat for beat if they're following the storyline exactly. I can't really re- remember, especially that I'll early on in the series. It's ingrained in my heart. <clears throat> There's lots of things that are similar. There is things that are completely not there's well, you have characters to. there's all kinds of things going on there is um to me the big miss i'm not saying i'm not enjoying the show i am I'm, I'm enjoying the show yeah and as it goes on more the more and more interested i'm getting into it how do you like yorick the character he's fine uh, again it's i'm not a huge i mean i like him as an actor he's doing a good job okay it doesn't really feel the same as the comic book character to me. Mm. Um, and, awesome. and this is one of my biggest pet peeves I've had in this show so far. This is, they they didn't follow that model of like just adapt it, adapt, adapt, adapt. They didn't do that here.
0: Is he like comedic relief at all? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. They, okay. they got elements of that, but they're made a show that's just tonally so much different than the book. The book had a way of approaching extremely dark and graphic yeah. content, but in a way that was light like and hollered over and airy and yeah. breezy and um just it's fun it, it had such a fun yes it would that's what was so interesting, right the juxtaposition of those things yes, and you don't have that tone in this show at all it's, it's more gritty okay. it's more gritty that not to say there isn't comedic now there's good things about it um uh, agent three fifty five yeah the the actress that plays her and her Doing that role is phenomenal. Okay, I, good. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, and I think it's Diane Lane plays the president. The president. Yeah. Um, I think she does a great job. There's way more politics in this show than there ever was in the book. They just glance like on the political side. Of things. Yeah, in they, the don't book, do they don't. They don't really delve into it. the The show is a good half politics. Okay, and it's.
0: I think that's it, due it, to because of like because of where we're at in the
1: world yes but it's also like taking a stance okay in that political realm not i mean it's very that
0: doesn't surprise me
1: yeah i mean it's
0: none of that surprised me
1: at all it's you know it's the warring factions of the left and the right and half of the show is the political war that's ensuing on those two sides and it's taking a very clear stance on the what's right and what's wrong. I, they might muddy those waters later on. We'll see. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not super hard to where it's like you can't understand where the characters are coming from. So that's a good thing. They made the show like there was no. This book is old. Right? Yeah, it's it is probably twenty years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so this show is very interested in current topics that wouldn't have been relevant. In the book. Yeah. Like a main thing in this thing, this show is gender and trans and like that there is no genders. And okay. like, this is a big thing in this show. Um,
0: I don't know if that's a huge leap to a point because well, they, do, they do, they do point com- it out in the comics about,
1: and it does make sense in the context of the story, even if it wasn't tackled as much in the original, because book. there's
0: only women left and there's no men. You know, well, like, but you know. there's very few men. Yes. They say that there's no men. All men die. But, but then like throughout the book.
1: The point of the show is that, like, there is men because trans men are men. Okay. And then I get it. there's a lot of, like, that going on. Yeah. So that's a big focal point of the show. I think it detracts from the story. I think the politics detracts. I think all of these things detract from what made the story great. Yeah, I would agree. and the, and the main thing that made the story great was the tone and the book. Yes, and that isn't there either. So it's a shell of a story of a concept that borrows a lot from the book's plot. Okay, that's what it is.
0: How's the ampersand?
1: Fine. I mean, they not It's not a focal point.
0: No. No. And I love that monkey.
1: So I do like Yorick. I really like Agent 355. I like um, a lot of the characters. I think they're doing a great job with the show. It's just, it's not the book. And I think you got to let go of wanting it to be the book because it's not.
0: Okay. I'm glad you told me that. Um, Because if I went into the show like I was going to, thinking that it was everything that i wanted from the book well the story I would be disappointed
1: is very similar well it has to be the plot is very similar but it's not it's it's just not exactly it's not like no i'm sweet tooth or one of these that are like so no i know sandman looks like it's going to be identical yes you know i wish they would have gone that route they didn't go that route it would have been more successful i feel like because they did do this it's going to fizzle because it kind of falls in the backdrop of oh this is just another show
0: yeah where it and could that's have been sad.
1: like an event, right? It could have been like a mind-blowing, this is completely different than anything we've ever seen before. I agree. It,
0: it could have been, but I am glad that I'm hearing this from you now because I don't want to come into this show thinking that it was going to be the book, which, I mean, seeing as how it's called Why the Last Man and I, it's based off of this book, I had nothing but thinking it was going to be everything this book was. And this book holds the biggest place in my heart of the greatest comic books ever. I want you to tell me that it's not that because I don't want to have the expectation of it being at a certain level and then being ripped down Yeah, that it isn't. So now I'm going to come into it with a different point of view and I might enjoy it a little bit better knowing that, okay, it's a shell of what, why the last man may be, but I can enjoy it for what it is.
1: I will just say this. I'm enjoying watching it because I'm a fan of the book. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's something I could stand on a soapbox and tell anybody like, you need to be watching this. Okay. To me, it feels like it just kind of falls in line with everything else to a certain extent. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying it's not good. It's enjoyable. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm not standing, you know, with a bullhorn. Okay. Shouting its praises.
0: What's your next thing? We got 10 minutes.
1: Okay. Um, I'm just not even going to talk many of many saints in Newark because I, I'm sure you haven't seen it yet what was it the many saints of newark no i
0: wanted to see that i saw that you
1: watched it but yeah, okay i won't I, talk about it then
0: i haven't seen it but you haven't seen the rest of sopranos
1: no but you don't need to to see this movie okay it's a prequel
0: I yeah mean, i know i'm sure
1: there's stuff you pick up on and mm-hmm. it's hard to wrap your head around all the characters if you haven't seen sopranos because the family names and stuff yeah um so you would pick up on way more being a sopranos fan but um you don't need it to watch this movie. It's a standalone story for the most part. Okay. It is... I thought it was a show. I'll say that That's no, it's right. a movie. I didn't realize it was a movie when I started watching yeah. it. I said, well, but I told Marley, I'm like, let's watch The Sopranos. So we started watching the first episode of The Sopranos. I'm like, wait, wait, stop. There's a new Sopranos prequel. Let's watch that. Yeah. And so I popped it on. And I'm like, an hour and 20 minutes and I'm like, jeez. I don't think this is going to work because <laughs> you thought it was one episode. I thought it was one episode. <laughs> and then I looked at, it, I'm like two hours. I'm like, where are the, other- Oh, there is no other episode. This is a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So y- you need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to, I definitely, uh, I will. I would say I enjoyed it. I probably would have enjoyed it more if I saw the Sopranos. Um, it's slow. Oh, I'm sure it's very slow. It's a slow burn. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's bad.
0: No, yeah, I don't see how it couldn't be slow. It's a
1: slow burn, but it does it builds. And okay, the characters are great. I mean, mm-hmm. there's obviously.
0: Oh, I know the characters are great.
1: Um, all right, so one more real quick. I won't talk about it too much, but John Stewart has a new show on Apple TV. Have you seen that?
0: No, John I didn't Stewart even know has he had a new one.
1: show. It's
0: I've seen the. Yeah, I have seen some trailers where he's like, I'm back and I have a show again.
1: Yeah. It's like one episode a month, I think is what it's doing. And each show is a deep dive into a particular topic. The first He's good at that. And it's Jon Stewart at his best. Yeah. Right? This is absolutely this isn't really a comedy show. This is more like a documentary show with And like this a, is
0: what he's been doing. With like right? a
1: comedy uh, he, he does it in the format of The Daily Show, but it, it's used to like bring in a, one topic that is then basically a documentary, and then at the end, he'll have a panel of oh, people wow. to discuss with, but not necessarily 100% in a comedic way. Right. So they're all on big issues. The first one is, because he's mostly known for the first responders, yeah. cancer absolutely. stuff. Well, his new thing is the veterans and the burn pit stuff. Yep. So, Which...
0: I'm on the burn pit registry. Yeah,
1: it's and so this is a deep dive into that. And, I mean, you need to watch it, obviously. Yeah, I do.
0: I'm on the registry, literally. And so part of that, like being on the burn pit registry and like what it has affected with people, as soon as I got back from my deployment, I went and had sinus surgery because I could not breathe Yeah, through my any of my face. And literally, I get back in 2007 like cusping on 08. And then by 2010, I have sinus surgery because I can't, I could not breathe yeah. at all. And yeah, it's a big deal.
1: Well, this is a very well done show on a topic that nobody knows anything or very little about. And yeah, it, it definitely makes you understand the gravity of it. But we're, do they
0: talk about blood Iraq at all or camp anaconda?
1: I don't not specifically yet that. I remember. Okay. Just, Cause they're not super long episodes. I think it was maybe an hour. Maybe half hour. I don't remember. But the, the big moment in the show is he gets a sit-down interview with whoever the secretary, whoever's in the cabinet that runs Veterans Affairs. Okay. It's the secretary of, not defense, but something.
0: Yeah. Of, Veterans of Affairs veteran maybe. Veteran Affairs, I think.
1: He gets a sit-down interview. Because, I mean, I think he's pretty high profile. Yeah. With the secretary. And he does not. Um, hold back. Hold back. He pulls punches, and this guy Good. is completely obliterated thrown off guard, and it's an interview worth seeing. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's full bureaucracy, government bullshit on display right in front of your eyes. Wow. And it is, it's so infuriating sad and infuriating. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And to him, on screen, talking to this guy, he does not have any candor. He's like, I don't want to hear this bullshit. And he'll just keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Like, what you're saying makes no sense. I don't want to hear this bullshit, basically. Like, not saying that outside. No, I get it. I I mean, he's
0: very confrontational on the fact that the guy's probably not answering any of his questions. And giving him an answer that makes any
1: sense. They're giving... He's taking it from a 100% common sense, regular person perspective. And
0: and putting it in a TV show that the nation can see
1: and so the I, world can see. I'm super excited to see what's going to come out of this show going forward. I know that there's going to be one on climate change and there's going to be one on this and that and there's going to be topics that aren't going to be as inclusive as veterans because right. everybody's kind of on the same side of that argument except for the government. Yeah, um, which is us. Yeah. So, I think that's an important clarification. And it's it's sad to see what gets lost in the fray when the media and social media is used to divide us about all these irrelevant topics, uh, all these important things that just get left behind.
0: Yeah, so It's funny that you they talk about the burn pit stuff. I knew he was involved with it, and I literally just got a letter in the mail.
1: No, that's the full like, topic of the entire show. Yeah,
0: I, I literally just got a letter in the mail about uh, maybe a month ago. It could have been a little, maybe two months ago, but it was about like the fight against this and how it is like you, we need to be like more involved and it's coming to the forefront of
1: people's Yeah. They finally eyes. allowed two diseases now are asthma and chronic bronchi bronchiatitis or something are now like officially, if you were ever in Iraq
0: sinusitis.
1: Yes. I think that's one of them. Oh, it
0: turns out I've been diagnosed with sinusitis and I have asthma. So that's a thing.
1: It's 100% covered then from now on, basically.
0: Yeah. Um, And because when you fill out the forms about it, it talks about like sinusitis, asthma, and if you've had any uh, sinus surgeries. And I've literally done all of them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, this kind of makes
1: sense. So, I mean, that's what they've... um, allowed now but that's like scratching the surface those are much less serious than a lot of the things that people are dealing with it's it's
0: literally no different than the whole agent orange thing from vietnam
1: yeah or the first responders thing from nine eleven. it's uh, yep
0: and you know, and everywhere like the government does not want to recognize the fact that people suffer from things f- from being deployed that's what the
1: entire they say that like i mean yes that's what it's all about you should watch it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to definitely.
1: All right, I have one more. I don't know if we have time though, because it's a big one. Three minutes. Dave Chappelle's new special on Netflix. I haven't
0: seen it. I was gonna watch it last night, and I didn't pull the trigger. Not gonna talk about that. There's if, a lot of controversy. Controversy. Squid this Game episode. is the
1: biggest thing being talked about. Dave Chappelle's uh, second is the second, yeah. by far, um, which is what he does best. Everybody knew it was coming. Um. Uh, Overall,
0: just, what would you say like compared to his last stand up?
1: His last stand up was one of the best stand up specials I that out. was ever Absolutely. in existence. Okay? Lights out awesome. And I've I've been on record. I think Dave Chappelle is one of the, if not the best or one of the best stand up comedians of all time. Completely
0: agree. How do you think it ranks to that one? I'd not, not say not
1: even close. I mean, on a humor scale, way less funny.
0: Really? I'm okay, not well, that's...
1: saying that's a bad thing. Hold your horses here. <sighs> this okay. special is it's different. Way more commentary. He's he's using his platform now for what he exactly what he wants to use his platform for. Because he can. Because he can. And that's and the kind nobody's of him. And that's to stop the kind him. of comedian he is, right? He's a social, he's not just a yuck yuck jokes. I'm standing on a stage. Yeah. He's a I don't want to use the word activist because it's not a good word to use. No.
0: But
1: he has a point he wants to get across. He yeah. is that kind of a person. Um,
0: but in like a real kind of way. Like he's so not pulling any punches. He's just telling you.
1: It's more of a commentary than comedy. I mean, there's definitely funny stuff. But as a stand-up pure comedy special, it's it's. Actually, probably not that funny. It wasn't that funny. Not compared to his last one. It definitely is like has. It's on the edge of politically correct. There's no doubt about that. But in that perfect way that Dave Chappelle can do where he can make these points and then be like, make you understand where he's coming from and why he's saying it and why it's not, you know, something to get canceled over. Sure. You know, and it's just. And I love that. It's the perfect example of like, I'm pushing the envelope. I'm saying the things everybody wants to hear and yeah. I'm giving my reasons behind them. And everybody's going to attack you that hasn't seen it. And, ha- and everybody's going to take it out of context. And that's what's happening. Sure. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it definitely pushes the envelope. I love Dave Chappelle. I loved watching it. It, it definitely wasn't as good or entertaining as his last special, but, um,
0: but it's, Worth the watch. Yeah,
1: absolutely. If you're a Chappelle fan, absolutely. I am. I've had several people reach out to me and that I didn't even think would be big fans of his they are like you know talking bored. about it.
0: Really? So, I think a, it would be a amazing. lot of people are talking about a, it. Had a That's friend, sure.
1: I had a friend reach out and say, um, there's a show. It's Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, because they're on the road You get yeah, yeah. um two weeks from now, and in October. It's like we should Go to this. It's in New Orleans. We should go to this. See this. I'm like, if it was, if we weren't so busy, we should we need to be going to this. So it would be great. I, they won't come to Illinois with our COVID rules. So. No, they won't. Um, but it would be a great show to watch because I do like. Again, Joe Rogan is the same type of comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where he's, he's not necessarily into it. super laugh out loud funny all the time, but he's always trying to make relevant points and commentary. That makes you think that about it. That makes you
0: think, yes. Absolutely. They both do that, but I think Dave Chappelle is on another level.
1: Oh, I think he is on a top five grades. <laughs> I completely agree. Um,
0: Especially after he came back from his show and the whole hiatus he had. When he came back from that, he was at a whole different level than he had ever been before. He talks
1: about it in this special, and then he talks about this is his last special for a while. Yeah, he's, yeah I heard that. He's completed his deal with Netflix, I think, is what he meant by that. Right. Um, which was massive money, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And he doesn't dollars.
0: need to do anything anymore.
1: He really I doesn't. don't think he can not do stand-up. I just think he maybe meant, you know.
0: This is my last Netflix special yeah, for a while. Until yeah. they
1: give me another $500 million. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: It's incredible that people can get paid that much money to do
1: But think about it. That. It's just him.
0: No, I know. That's, that's what I mean. It's like.
1: I think how cheap. Cheap that is really in eyeballs versus a show with hundreds of people working on it and a millions and ten million dollar an episode budget for one hour and a half, yeah, thing. Yeah, you're right. Or even ten hour, ten episodes, ten hours. You know what I mean? Well, I mean for for an episodic show, it's even
0: more expensive because you have that many people working on each hour long show. Whereas if you just put out a movie. For an hour and a half, you only have X amount of people working on that movie for that one time. Yeah. But for each like actual show, if they have ten episodes, you have you could have ten times the amount of people working on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's super expensive. So yeah, you're right. Like just for him to have even five specials is probably less money than the one series that they put out for one I think season. It depends.
1: I mean, I, I think I remember a season of Game of Thrones was a hundred million dollars.
0: That's a lot.
1: Yeah, that's a budget of a
0: They had eight seasons. Big and it big got,
1: movie, right?
0: It had eight seasons and it but it got progressively more and more. Oh, yeah. It might have sure. been a hundred million for the first season.
1: No, 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 no. At the end it was a hundred million. At the beginning it was super low budget. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was I was not high budget show at the beginning. Go back and watch the first season game. No, you're right. I mean, it it didn't have any of the. It looks rough.
0: The uh like CGI that it did towards the end, not even close.
1: So anyway, I mean, I don't know what the deal was. I don't think it was 500 million, but it was it was 100 million anyway for Dave Chappelle. And think about how many people are bringing onto the plat. I mean, that's that's big content.
0: It's enormous. So I'll have to watch it.
1: Watch that. why the Last Man? Check that out so we can talk about that more. Yeah, I need to. And next week, we will should be back, hopefully, mm-hmm. if it... Um,
0: depending on the rain and harvest. your harvest yeah. situation.
1: Yeah, we're in, like, the do or die. We're mm. in the limbo. Moment right now. we got to get shit done Yeah,
0: quickly. Who's this we stuff? Quit bringing me into this. It's me.
1: Yeah. The royal we. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the royal
0: we. Yeah. All right. So you need to get shit done while I just sit here and just twiddle my thumbs and wait for you.
1: Yeah, but we, I guarantee we'll have, we should have an episode um, next Oh week. yeah,
0: next week we'll have an episode,
1: for sure. So for Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris.
0: I am Jerry.
1: See ya. <laughs>